Media Complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. It is hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Tuesday, October 2nd, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff. Whatever your stuff might happen to be, news, current events, we'll do that, of course. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. We'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do so. Take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated Radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out, don't you? And then send us a text on anything at any time. We'll look at it. We'll read it. We may use it on the air, even if we don't like it. That's Real Mobile 77031. But on the phones, long distance and toll free. one 1041 For those of you in the Metro, 407 9161041 Mo's here. She has news in a few yes, minutes. Sir. We'll work off that. Jack is here. Pinkman is here as well later right. in the program because it's the first Tuesday of the month. Daryl Payne, our good friend from Pawfection Dog Training, will Woo-hoo. stop by to answer your questions related to <clears throat> problems you might have with your canine misbehavior or some other kind of behavior problems. And we'll also talk about the new Seminole County Ordinance related to Nuisance dogs, bad dogs, that type of dog. We'll have Jack's audio file today. We'll have a bonus round of closest to the pin somewhere because Daryl comes in this Tuesday. We'll move things around just a little bit, so pay attention as best you can. We'll have the regular round of closest to the pin. Today's Tuesday. Fritz on the street at 6. And then we'll find some drive-home music for you. PPT, person, place, or thing. To wrap things up at the end of the program, news-wise, there's nothing that really flips my skirt. Been, you know, checking here and there and whatever. Eh, what are you going to do? But I did find something interesting, at least I thought, in my mind. Maybe not yours, but too bad. Um, <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> the 50th anniversary... Of the of Neil Armstrong landing on the moon, I think that's uh, next July. Is that right? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. next July, fifty years, and his two sons, Rick and uh, Mark, are. I think it starts this month, beginning to auction about three thousand belongings of their father, oh. who died back in two thousand twelve. Really. They didn't want to give it to a museum because they thought if it went to a museum, it would just, you know, be in a warehouse someplace. And mm. Because it's just a lot of stuff that belonged to Neil Armstrong from when he was a boy all the way uh, up Golf until clubs. the point that, yeah, well, there's a letter that he wrote to the Easter Bunny. That's, that's one thing oh, for auction, yeah. but it's Neil Armstrong, you know, the first man to uh, land on the moon. Some other things, let's see, there's some flags, some American flags, because the astronaut carried some flags with him. 
Albeit, you know, they planted that one on the, he planted that one on the moon, or they planted that one on the yep. moon. Um, some flags, a silk one measuring 17 and three quarters by 11 and a half inches is expected to draw the highest bid, perhaps selling for how much do you think? This is not a flag that was planted on the moon, but it was on the, on the mission, carried on the mission. $400,000 points. That sounds too high. It does, uh, doesn't uh, it? 200000 Half. Yeah. $200,000. $300,000. Points! Got it, Jack. Uh, yeah. Damn it, you Slipped in there. Me. Yeah, $300,000. It's like playing at the <clears throat> Price is Right. $1 above, you get it, right? Yes. Is that what you yes. said? Price yeah. is Right? Yeah. Yeah. But what I found interesting in the story, no, reading about all these things that are up for auction, and by the way, there'll be, we'll find the website if you want to take a look at some of the stuff you could. You could get that will be absolutely worthless. Did anything someday. pique your fancy? Uh, your not interest. really, because I don't have the entire list. I imagine there's some things. There might be a photograph of Neil Armstrong with my uncle Blanky. <laughs> Ooh, cool! My uncle Blanky, who of course was who is he? Wh- yeah, my oh, uncle Blanky. My uncle Blanky was a special agent with the really? FBI. No kidding. But um, my uncle Blanky was so I am told was also in charge, the first person, I think this came to be even before NASA was called NASA. He was in charge of security for the astronauts. First one down there at the Cape Mm -hmm. before he retired and started that truck farm. Because that's what he always wanted to do. Be a truck farmer. Want to be a truck farmer. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know what a truck farmer is, I'm not going to explain that again. Oh, thank goodness. What'd she say? What'd she, she, what did she say? I said, thank goodness. How a many truck farmer times? is no, no. a farmer with small acreage who essentially grows crops and then takes the crops either to market or on the side of the road, sells those you know, oh. tomatoes and melons and whatever they're growing on a you know, roadside stand. Seriously? That's all he wanted to, yeah. yeah. But I don't think he did that. I think he actually, though, he was, he raised Christmas trees. Be that as it may, that was my Uncle Blanky. Uh-huh. <clears throat> His kids are still around someplace. I, I really? don't know. Yeah, cousins. Those I don't would know be where your they cousins, are. yeah. Um, well. But the astronauts, says here, un- understood danger. And life insurance was unaffordable or unavailable for astronauts at that time. Oh. Can you believe that? What? Didn't get into policy, huh? Well, you're in a high-risk occupation. Well, you think the government would somehow say, well, we got you covered. Yeah, you're doing all this for the advancement of the human race. Can't yeah. even get life insurance. Can't get life insurance. You um, familiar with the movie The First coming out? But there was... No. Yes. What's that about? You want to see it? about Neil Armstrong? Yeah. And there's a lot of controversy because they don't show him planting the American flag? <gasps> yes. You've read about that, haven't you? I did not. No, there's a gigantic controversy. <laughs> from those on the far right who sit, who claim, how dare you make a movie not showing Neil Armstrong planting the American flag on the moon? Mm. And the director says, this is more than just Neil Armstrong landing on the moon. This is the life of Neil Armstrong. Everybody knows, for crying out loud, that he planted the flag on the moon. and said it's not necessary as part of this movie. Plus, uh, to anybody, it's a movie, okay? It's just a movie. I think the real issue is that Kubrick owns the rights to that scene. But anyway, so they didn't have life insurance. So that led to, 
How do they? What could they do to protect their family in case of uh, death? Nothing really, right? No, Other they have things money. called insurance covers. Covers. Insurance covers. Go on. I've never heard of this. Before launch, the astronauts autographed commemorative envelopes that remained on Earth, a financial safety net for their families to sell if tragedy befell them in space. Interesting. Yeah, so they cool. autographed some things or this and that and whatever. Memorabilia and whatnot. There you go. Postcards, just a whole bunch of stuff just in case, you know, they landed they on the moon back. and yeah. couldn't get off the moon. Oh, pretty cool. Hey, you learn something new every day, sure don't you? Do. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, see if we can check it. We'll see if we can find the uh, website and get a list of things that might be up for auction. Maybe the file mm-hmm. can... Uh, well, pitch in. Yeah, maybe we can find something. You pitch <laughs> in as a group, buy something, hold on to it, appreciates, sell it. Before we commit our limited resources to that, there's another auction going on. What? What's that? I saw last week. Mm-hmm. Memorabilia from The Office. Oh, yeah. Oh, you want something from there? Yeah, you can buy a stapler. You can buy Jim's desk or maybe Michael Scott's, you know, world's greatest boss coffee mug. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd rather have something for Neil Armstrong. I'd even rather have the letter to the Easter Bunny out than something from the office. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You More have... people are familiar with the office than they are who Neil Armstrong yes, is. Yes, thank you. you yeah, well, have... guess what? In 100 years, nobody's going to remember the office, mm-hmm. but they'll still remember from the history books Neil Armstrong was the first man on the moon. As far as we know. Yeah, we'll see. Hmm. What are you going to buy from the office? I he want said a stapler. I want Michael Scott's certified Seiko watch certificate that <laughs> hangs behind his desk oh, that looks nice. like a diploma. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the two sons, they weren't too, uh, they weren't too enamored with their father. You know, it was, they were just at an age where, you know, there goes daddy's flying. He'll come back, you know. And apparently he had much more interest in what they were doing. And then, uh, then they had on what he was doing because they were in quarantine after they came back from uh, the moon mission. Three weeks, I think, they were in quarantine. Eey. You imagine? No. Get me out of here. <laughs> Let me out of this Get weird me bubble. Living like the bubble boy for Over three Over NASA, weeks. you looked at that capsule that yeah. uh, what's his time went yeah. up. You go, no, mm-mm. Three I'm not doing it. <laughs> No, no, teeny tiny little thing. It was I get the very, very. Just thinking about I know. it. You got a bigger seat in business class on an airline than you had on one of those things. That's true. <laughs> what would you do? You got three of them sitting in there. It's very one of them starts freaking out yeah. a little bit. Get what a little twitchy. No, they're asked to elbow. They're right up against get each your, other. Get your hey, elbow up. It's up my armrest. No, get it's my armrest. Well, you got a, you got a, you got a, you know, a window. Window. <laughs> One of them gets yeah, the shakes. Yeah, look at the size of this window. It's about as big as a credit card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody gets the shakes, the spielkies, the good thing. Yeah, you cheese, yeah. you get the, you know, got to scratch all this. Like Better Call Saul. Don't take Saul. that helmet off. Don't take that helmet off. Mm. <laughs> did you see Better Call Saul last I night? I did. I mm. set up. I had to watch Monday Night Football because it was an actually amazing game. I saw part of it. And then the and the end, it was just like, what? And then I watched Saul after that. Yeah. Went to bed at 1.30. All right. Let's take a break. Mo's going to come back with the news, birthdays, the food. We got that Daryl Payne. I was going to say that bonus round, but at Mm. four, Daryl Payne comes in. So uh, you can text us with your questions regarding the behavior of your dog. If you want some answers, Daryl's the man to do it. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that ain't going to bore you. Here's more to run. Here's more to run. Here's 
from perfection at four time for the news here's mo uh jim the two candidates for u.s senate governor baldy and bill nelson uh well come uh, on now, uh, look on. i've called him governor baldy for eight years i mean why I stop know, now what about bill nelson the because, fake astronaut no he's a real astronaut yeah mm-hmm. i'm just saying about bill uh, botox nelson it's just uh, one-sided <laughs> right. and it undermines your credibility uh whatever so look it turns out these, right. these two okay. jokers are debating the first debate was recorded this morning it will air in our market in Orlando and all over the state tonight. It was recorded at Telemundo, but I believe they spoke in English. Um, as you know, Rick Scott ha- is leaving the governor's office. He's termed out. And he badmouthed Bill Nelson um, and said, you know, then they started talking about Kavanaugh. Um, and then. What did they say about Kavanaugh? Well, they started getting partisan from the beginning. Uh, with Bill Nelson saying that he thought that Dr. Ford was brave for sharing her story of sexual assault, um, expressing for millions of women in this country that this happened to her and to millions of others to them uh, in front of 11 Republican men who seemed to dismiss her. Well, I'll say it again. If you're sexually assaulted, male or female, you know the person. You don't forget the person. You don't confuse that with somebody else. Well, Rick Scott thinks you probably do. He says... It turned out to be nothing but pure raw emotion. It's been handled like a circus. It's more like Jerry Springer. And he thinks that we ought to just move along. Then they started clashing over red tide and algae blooms, which are killing fish and closing beaches. Well, you'll see. If you watch tonight, you know, they talk about who was better on the environment. Um, They can't do anything about red tide. Red tide's a natural uh, occurrence. Yeah. As a matter of fact, probably led to to the death of Ponce de Leon. How's that, Jim? Well, maybe more on that later. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, I can't wait for later. Now, both I'll tell ca- you now. <laughs> Ponce de Leon, as far as the story goes, encountered a gigantic outbreak of red tide where fish were dying all over the place. So he headed for Cuba, went to Cuba, and that's where he got shot with a poison arrow. Oh, boy. Poison arrow. And died. I'm sorry. Thank you. Poison Thank arrow. You. No, I'm sorry for you. Look it up. I think that um, might be true. It turns out that there was a poll that was just recently taken about these two candidates for um, governor. Uh, it turns out Nelson has a little bit of a skosh of a lead over Scott, 48 to 44, mm. and it's just over the margin of error on mm. that. Uh, same deal with Gillum and Ron DeSantis. Gillum up four percentage points. Uh, so that's that. Uh, speaking of the race for, well, both of those two races, big races, nationally uh, focused, too, um, the is it the governor of Puerto Rico? Yeah, the governor of Puerto Rico came to Florida and endorsed both Democrats, Bill Nelson and Andrew Gillum. That happened all yesterday. Amazon, which is taking over the world, as you know, has agreed to raise its minimum hourly wage to $15 for all workers in the United States. Legal empire. Uh, mm-hmm. The new wages will apply to 250,000 Amazon employees, including those at Whole Foods, because Amazon now own, owns Whole Foods. How are you going to be able to send your kids to college? As well, nah. Well, you may be able to keep a roof over your head and food on the table, but I don't think much what's more 15, than that. What's $15 an hour get you? 39 hours a week. At maybe. 40. Oh, I don't know. It's easier for me to do the math with 40. 
which is six hundred dollars a week. Yes. Yeah, free tax. So what yearly? That's free what. About thirty six thousand, but that's before taxes, so maybe twenty eight thousand. I don't know. What's the uh, poverty line for a family of four? Twenty five, twenty seven thousand. Roughly. I'm, I'm not sure. This it's not a lot left over. Fifteen thousand. They call it a living wage. I, I guess you can afford to live I on that. I, I don't know. The company previously said the average hourly wage um, was more than that, but it turns out this is going to cover everybody. Uh, part-time workers, contract workers, even seasonal workers over the Christmas holiday season. It applies to everybody, and it starts November 1st. So that's a big deal for Amazon. Seven I read another city, and yeah, I got San Francisco, all the big major yeah. metropolitan cities right. where it's very hard to live because oh, rents and sure. mortgages are going up so high. Right. I can't remember. I'll, I'll think. Turns out that Seminole County commissioners thought they were really being squeezed with their salary, so they gave themselves a pay raise. Oh, it was Denver. Denver now, they now say that uh, Mm. prices for housing are just so off the chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seminole County commissioners were worried about their pay, so they raised it for themselves yesterday. I got to eat. The fiscal year started yesterday, October 1. So, guess what? They stamped it. And now they're making $82,677 a year. Is that a part-time job? Do these people uh, have no. other jobs as well? Mm, I don't think so. That's it? I think that's it. Your Seminole County Commissioner, that's it. You're not running a... Well, no, you have to do a lot of things. Insurance agency mm, or no. florist shop? I don't or, believe so. Well, I don't know. Nope. Orange County Commissioners are no exception to this either. They will see their salaries increase in their new fiscal year. They currently make eighty-one four. Uh, and they've budgeted a 3.5% salary increase. Uh, so that'll happen. Wow. You know, so that's pretty wow. good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, if you get any world. raise, you know, forget 2%, which is Seminole County, 3% in Orange County. That doesn't happen in most places. But when you can vote your own pay raise in, I guess that's how, how that works. Uh, Rate of inflation, I think, is 2.8% this year. Yep. Yes. So if you, don't get, a, if you yes. don't get a raise, you're behind, <laughs> right? You know, your same money has to stretch. Correct. Right? And, you know, everything else goes you up. are correct. When you go to Publix, that goes up, right? When you pay your electric I love Publix. Bill. I love shopping. I know you I just, do. I just, I you know, like I said, I want that light green shirt, and I'm uh, willing to bag some groceries. I can do that. I like but just bag, to oversee yeah. everything. My husband's an expert in this that area. Maitland Publix is the best, man. You walk that in little there, one? that yeah, little one, yeah. and for the moment you walk in, hey, how are you doing? How are you? Good I know. How are you? you? I mean, somebody's... Some mm-hmm. there's a top notch manager, top notch manager at that Maitland. He's trained his people. Yeah. Let me take a break. Mo's got mm-hmm. more news. The birthdays, the food. Daryl Payne comes our way at four. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Orlando City journeys to Texas to take on FC Dallas this Saturday. Coverage begins at 7:30 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 and iHeart Radio. From perfection at four. Back to the news, the birthdays, the food. Uh, Here's oh Mo. yeah, we got food today. Uh, at first, I thought it was just Farm Animal Day, but it's not. I went to a different website, and I found that it also shares the day, not just Farm Animals Day. It shares the day with fried scallops. Mm. Fried scallops, they're good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good time. Uh, scallops are a really good time. Now, they used to sell them at, I think, H- Howard Johnson years ago. You know, you could get a scallop plate. You could get, right, with fried Clam shrimp. Strips. Oh, clams. Oh, clam Maybe strips. I'm thinking of clams. And scallops. Yeah, they're that's like right. About scallops the size are, of a half dollar. Yeah, right. The circles. Sea scallop. Right. Yeah. And they're not really scallop. They're pressed out of shark or something, right? No, no, no. They're scallops. You can't sell. Publix is not selling scallops unless they're scallops. A lot of places 
press, you know, you go to a restaurant and they say we're selling. You can tell, by the way, that you cut into the scallop by uh, the. If it got the grain the of grain. it. Yes. yes, correct. The grain. The grain. A lot of them, they'll. Just saying they, against they the grain. They stamp out a skate yeah, or yeah, yeah, flounder yeah, yeah. or. Okay. Stingray. stingray. That's right. See, I told you. Now, the Florida uh, Fish and Wildlife people are saying, look out for bears. This is the season where bears are hungry. They have to bulk up for the winter. And they are turning over trash cans. But not in my neighborhood. Because we, bears. We have bear cans. But, except one guy wouldn't pay for his can. And I'm wondering if the guy on my block who refused to buy a bear can is going to have his can overturned. <laughs> Uh, but that's where bears get an easy meal. They Didn't upturn- you chip in and buy him one? My husband bought him one, yes. But he said it? he didn't take it. No, he wouldn't take it. So <laughs> now we have No, we have two. Now we have two. Oh, what sweet. Did he say, screw you. I don't want him. Dude, it's a no. gift. No. He was. He didn't want any part of it. He was sourpuss. I like man. this guy. See the one with the dog? No, that guy lives at the end of the block. Oh, you got a great neighborhood. Yeah, He's at the end of the block, principle. the guy with no leash, you know, is at this side. The guy with no bear can is at the other end, you know, at the, the front end. This is what you get when you live out in the sticks. It's not in the sticks. Listen, they I got that other neighbor when they, they, you know, he's got people over. They park on your lawn. Rat bastard. Oh, he has workshops periodically. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know what they are? They're sex parties. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what's going on I in there. Swing on. He's not swinging. Uh-huh. He's got to be. Key party. got to be 80. That doesn't mean five anything. Five years old. I don't know what how old Thanks he is. Thanks Viagra. I don't know what's going on in there. It turns out, it's, ah. Jim, it is illegal in Florida to intentionally feed bears or leave stuff out that will attract them. Like if you're putting out cat food for your, you know, for the feral cats or whatever wild animal. No, don't put out bit bird seed, nothing. Because bears will turn over your your house. As a matter of fact, some lady was doing a project in her garage. You know, sometimes you do projects in your garage, right? Yeah. Lady was bears, doing a project though. in his uh, her garage. She goes in, st- in to get a drink of water. Comes out, there's a bear right where she was doing her work. What? Yeah. She was trying to help. I don't know what he was doing. Eating mozzarella. Just saying. The Florida Department of Law Enforcement is investigating a fatal officer-involved shooting yesterday at an Orlando hospital downtown. Three police officers shot and killed this 33-year-old Brian Baker in the ER at Orlando Regional Medical Center in the morning yesterday, Monday morning. Police say Baker claimed to have a gun. The officers opened fire when he looked like he was reaching for his waistband. But it turns out mm, he was unarmed. So now FDLE has to probe. Was he an area that was secure? Was he in an area where he couldn't get at anybody? I, you know, I always like to ask these questions. Unclear. You know, so we're going to give you time to settle down there, son. You can't Couldn't get out of the room that yes, you're in. Your barricade, right. we got it locked. You can't harm anybody. Did they, they have hostages? Mm-hmm. And these are legitimate no. questions. And all of a sudden, they bring the SWAT team in. I'm not saying they did wrong, but I do, you know. Could they have talked them out of it? I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, there was a lady with her kid in the ER behind the curtain, and yeah, she maybe. hears out there, you know, it gets dangerous, right, if he shoots. How much of it, you know, after... And after SWAT arrives, how much danger is he to anybody except himself on the SWAT team? Because they people? did evacuate. They did go into lockdown. So there wasn't anybody there who could have gotten hurt. But in any I mean, if somebody hiding behind a curtain, could he have opened a door? And if he had a gun, open fire Back. and hit somebody? I don't know. No. A plea deal, Jim, is, is in the works for the man who was accused of trying to steal a jet from Orlando Melbourne International Airport. The right, remember the story, right? He hopped into the jet and he tried, but he didn't get away with it. You he can't ne- just hop on board one of those things he and did. fire it up. He did. The other guy did, and he killed himself. Remember, out I need in, to hear from some pilots, not Coast. on the air. You can text us. But one of those jets, how long does it take to fire up? 
Well, I mean, he, I got a friend who's got an RV. It takes him 45 minutes to get it all fired up. He was up. a student pilot. He knew how to start it up. It turns out. It's not a Cessna. It's a jet liner. doesn't matter. They learned. They're, they're training in those uh, not vehicles. They're training in those planes also. So it turns out they did an investigation. They found out this 22-year-old acted alone, was suffering from depression and mental health issues when he hopped aboard the American Airlines Airbus a couple of weeks back over at the Melbourne Airport. Yesterday, the kid pleaded guilty. He's 22, right? He pleaded guilty to burglary to a conveyance. You can't just hop on board one of those things and turn the key and fire it up. He he knew how, though. He was sentenced to 12 years. um, I'm sorry, 12 days time served at the Brevard County Jail. He was fined a little less than a thousand bucks to cover the cost of the airport police investigation, and he will be deported to Trinidad. Put on the no-fly list, can't come back. And as a convicted felon, he will never, ever be allowed to return to the United States. Join a steel drum band or something, didn't you? Now, mm-hmm. listen, that is sounds a little bit prejudiced. Just Why? Because he's from Trinidad. You think he should be in a steel drum band? There's a steel drum festival there every year. I know, but... The best steel drum players in the world come from Trinidad, Trinidad. with all due respect to the Bahamas. Oh, what's, your, uh, what's your window on that? 10, 15, 20 minutes? Like reggae? Oh, bu- 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 yeah, the steel drum? I like steel drum. How yeah. about 10 minutes? For how long? Yeah, you think? Like yeah, like bluegrass? It, See, 10 minutes? It's, uh, yeah. It's, about that, right? Get, yeah, maybe 20. Little, you get uh, 20 bluegrass, reggae, any of that stuff. I love it right in the beginning. That's, I can't take this uh, anymore. You're done. Went to a wedding one time on the beach, and it, all they had was one steel drum player, and that was it. How and great is that? Though? It was actually pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I would imagine. <laughs> you're barefoot. You're dressed smart, casual, barefoot on barefooted. the beach. Barefooted, yeah. Tropicals. How hard can it be to play one of those? Oh, yeah. Oh, I got that. I uh, can do it. Harder than a harmonica? Oh, way harder. <laughs> you better press. Jim, our time is ticking on I can't find it. Oh, come on. <laughs> Tropical Storm Leslie is expected to become a hurricane by the morning. Bring in your harmonica. I will. I'll bring it in. It's in my car. I'll go to the next break. Sterilize no. it. Well, Put it in the microwave. I could use a like a disinfectant wipe. Uh, Don't put anything wet on there. Just wipe it off. You'll you'll warp the thing. Yeah, Mo. I don't think so. You it's warp metal. The reeds. It's metal. The reeds inside. I'm not going to shove it in the thing. I'm just going to. It's going to seep down okay, in there. Okay, forget it. Then I'm not going to give it, it to you. It was a present. Find you your can... own. Right, okay, okay whatever. You. Yeah, Tropical storm, Leslie. <laughs> All right. I was trying to help you, but you're making a, a production. Oh, you're going to ruin a harmonica that was a I'm gift gonna to you. Not going to ruin it. It's my harmonica. I was going to share it with you, but you don't want it. Forget it. Probably already wrecked. It's not. <laughs> it's you drool into it? Uh, yes, every day. I get in the car and, and I, no, of course not. Yeah, okay. That's how you know you're playing it right. I see. Tropical storm Leslie Jim will be a hurricane by tomorrow morning. The National Hurricane Center says she has strengthened. Now top winds are 65. They expect to be 75 by the a.m. It's moving southwest over the central Atlantic, but the swells are already affecting the Bahamas and the southeastern U.S. Where is it? It's out there. Uh, Central Atlantic is what it says. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I mean, but I'm general re- it's idea, the National but Hurricane it's a big Center. ocean. It is. It's well, a big ocean. Central Atlantic way. would be like in the middle. If you're looking at the map, right. you got North America, you got Africa. You got the Atlantic. in the middle. Thank you. That's fine. Not that hard, Look at right? Jay's hurricane page and see what the path is. What does uh-huh. that guy Southwestern. pay you? Southwestern. Yeah. It's Southwest. <laughs> it's the best. I'm telling you. Jim, it's moving Everybody slowly goes to Jay's. Southwest. It's moving southwestward. It's southwestward. Jim's hurricane yeah. page. You so it's up there. You go, coming this way. It's coming down to you know toward this way. Toward what? Slowly. Very slow mover. Yeah, but then it's going to curve back up and then go right. You don't then... know the spaghetti map. I'm looking at it. Oh, you know. 
Boy, everybody's gonna You're poo sour. Everyone's sour. Oh, I'm sour. You're sour. Yes, you are. All right. Red tide, the scourge of the Gulf Coast, is now showing up on the Atlantic coast. Now, you know where the Atlantic coast is, right? The Atlantic coast of Never Florida is on the right-hand side. There. Seriously? Seriously. You know, I always remember which is which. No. Atlantic City. Mm, nice. Mm-hmm. That's on this coast. That's so a New Jersey means, thing. Yep, that means the Atlantic Ocean is on this that side. side. Yeah. Uh, the Florida Hold fishing. On a minute. You really have to give a lot of consideration <laughs> to where the Atlantic Ocean is. Yeah. Uh, Jim, there was a time where you would learn that because you're not born with that knowledge. That was the technique I used to remember it. And I know I, I'm right handed because I, I, I actually pretend like I'm holding a pencil, the right or the left. When I was a kid, that's the only way I could figure out right or left-handed. I know I'm right-handed because of the scar from the stitches I got when I put my hand through a glass ah, window yeah, yeah. on a Friday night when they were airing the Brady Bunch episode when they went to a ghost town. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a map, you know, and it has the Atlantic Ocean, and there's the United mm. States, but and over there eight. is yeah, the and when Pacific you're a kid, Ocean. You, oh, you're eight. I Nobody's map. looking at a map. But instead, yeah, I memorized schools, you know, He went to New Jersey schools. You don't I even know. about him. Oh, okay. every day. Red Tide, the scourge of the Gulf Coast, Jim. They took some sound. samples from this. waters off Palm Beach County and it tested positive for Red Tide and algae. The testing follows complaints by beachgoers. They're getting scratchy throat, respiratory problems, coughing, and skin irritation. A number of beaches closed over the weekend. Palm Beach says its shores will reopen tomorrow, Wednesday. Individual cities will make yeah. their own decisions. As if you're allowed on the beach. In Palm- oh, it's all blocked off by the rich people. The head coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks says one day after Tampa Bay got blown out by Chicago, we've got to own it. We've got to figure out how to fix it. He said that Jameis Winston will be the starting quarterback when the Bucks resume play in Atlanta on October 14th following a bye week. This is my sports check. Just uh, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. shocked two yeah, days yeah. in a row. I know. Uh, Jameis Winston, Florida State quarterback pr- prior, right, made his season debut yes. in the second half of the Bears game after sitting out a three-game suspension for groping an Uber driver out in Arizona. That Jameis Winston, he's just a walking pile of trouble. Playing better uh, than Fitzpatrick now. Uh, Patrick Fitz-something, what's his name? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick, his not Patrick Fitz-Ryan. Damn it. See? I'm going home. Two Irish gay guys. Oh, guys. for God's sake, stop it. American class. That's just wrong. I think what you're saying is wrong. What's mm-hmm. Irish and stays out all night? I don't know what. Patio furniture. Ah, ha, ha. Very good. I like I'll be now, that's here a good all week. That's like the, um, that's about the same caliber as the skeleton joke. Don't even. <laughs> how, how rude. Don't I knew, e- I knew that would be the rich spot. Don't even try. No, that's about the same level. No, skeleton joke, that's a thinker. That's cerebral yeah, comedy. That's high, yeah, you gotta go. But no, oh, Patty O Furniture. It. That's good. That's a good punchline. Patty O Furniture. It's a bad punchline. That's but good. Punchline. The skeleton joke, you have to go. I don't know, Jack. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah I get it. Bearing them up, bearing them up. Okay. Orlando Police Chief John Mike is expected to visit several community <laughs> block parties. It's tonight, National Night Out Against Crime. 75 neighborhoods around our community are taking place in this uh, National Night Out. I got one. Uh, in, other, in your neighborhood, you're all getting out on the porch no, on the I street? I think Winter Park's having it. Oh, I see. What about your little neighborhood? Is everybody going know. out? Oh, you don't know. The event is designed to bring attention to strengthen law enforcement. I bet they'd and, love to have a tractor. Oh, national doesn't say it's national tractor. Is it a block party? It's sort of. It's outside. Everybody should go out and meet their oh, neighbors. Bring and the stuff. tractor and pull some hay. Mm-hmm. Is that what you do with hay? I you think pull no. Hay? Yeah, you pull no. the hay. <laughs> yeah, no. To the barn. No. 
Feed some horses. Jim, President Trump remains optimistic about Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Talking at the White House today, Trump called Kavanaugh do? a great job. What are you trying to? What were you doing with nothing, that hand? Nothing. Talking at the White House today, Trump called Kavanaugh a great judge and an outstanding guy, <laughs> and is hopeful the Senate will move to confirm Kavanaugh in just a couple of days. Every time she mentions Kavanaugh's name, oh, she gives that hand, no, it's that a hand thing like she's trying to sandpaper shellac mm. off a uh, <laughs> broom handle. Mo, Mo makes Rachel Maddow look like she's right wing. <laughs> That's good. I'm so proud. About Rachel Maddow, can you get a brooch? I've been thinking that every time I see her. A scarf? Would it kill you to get a pin <laughs> or anything? A brooch would really feminine her up a little no, bit. No, put it on her jacket? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first lady has arrived in Ghana. Really tiresome. She's arrived in Ghana, beginning her four-nation tour of Africa. She's also going to Egypt, Kenya, and Malawi. She's already there, yeah. and it looks like she's having a great time. She's focusing on children's health, including care for yeah. mothers and newborns. I wouldn't be surprised for her to add a couple of more countries on there just to stay away. Just from keep him. away from him. Exactly. But mm-hmm. I'll be back in eight months. Oh, boy. Okay, have fun. Really? Tremendous. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just uh, get some girls to come over. You know who Megan McCain yeah. is, right? Uh, yeah. Daughter of the late Senator John McCain. Sorry. She is returning to television. The daughter of McCain, the Senator John McCain tweeted that she will be back on the horse, co-hosting ABC's The View this oh, well, really? next Monday. Yep. The tweet also had a picture attached to it of a blonde female boxer getting ready for her next round, strapping on gloves with the word dad across the hands left up, one. Hands up, cheek high, elbows in. So she has her boxing, or some woman is posing with boxing gloves, and it says dad on the knuckles, you know, or of the glove, whatever. She then quoted... Throw that right, then you just duck down. So you throw it... Boom, boom. Uh, Throw it, duck. Throw it, duck. Megan McCain, after she had this boxing analogy, she she then quoted Rocky. Nice. Saying it's not a hard to hit, but a hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Key to a left hook. A left hook is uh, imagine that you're smashing a pumpkin with your elbow. I get it. Or right hook. It's like this. Like this. All the power oh, is in I the see. elbow. Oh, I see in the elbow. Yeah. Well, you're not hitting anybody with the elbow. But no, but the power is But elbow. you're bringing your hand around like this. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to give you some tips. As a little piston, I appreciate that. There's a new report, Jim, out that Netflix is going to let we... I'm going to the Senior Olympics. Box. We Are we the viewers? According to Netflix, we the viewers <laughs> will now decide how some shows end. I hate that <laughs> idea. Like, poison. Choose your own I, adventure. I hate it. Um, it's like poison to me. I think it's a terrible idea, but that's, you know, don't ask me. Netflix, thanks for nothing. This Bloomberg is now reporting Netflix rolls out this interactive feature where you can choose an ending on shows. Okay. Like can you it. watch it the other way too? I don't know. Uh, including Black Mirror, other things as well. Pro- projects released before the end of the year will follow the model of some kids already on, uh, kid shows already on Netflix. Uh, where they do this idea of make up your own ending. Which one is that? Uh, there's a kid show on Netflix that oh. they already make up the the ending. Uh, I guess it's Puss in Boots or something. I don't know on Netflix. The technology follows the pattern used in video games. Netflix is working on shows based on video, including a take on Minecraft that's due by the end of the year. All right. Kanye West's upcoming Yeezy basketball shoes will never make it to the NBA. Reports started coming out yesterday that the NBA will likely ban players from wearing the Wheezies or Yeezys or whatever Yeezys. they are. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting Wheezy thinking about them. But um, the problem with these shoes from Kanye. Too small? No, they have a reflective heel panel that some say could be too distracting. Oh, they blind a player? For spectators as well as players. 
Uh, Kanye says he spent three years working on the you shoe get, and he doesn't. a flash and have an epileptic seizure they or could. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis C.K., I know he's not one of your favorites, but Never I think know. he's funny, isn't getting the best reviews from what was only his second comedy show since getting yeah, accused of sexual misconduct. The 51-year-old Louis made a surprise appearance at the Comedy Cellar in New York City Again? early Monday morning. This time, uh, uh, he received some cheers and applause. A couple people reportedly walked out. Some questioning whether he should be allowed back in comedy after admitting to touching himself in front of women last November. He touching was, himself? He was doing more than just touching himself. Well, he did say, can I take it out? I remember. There's a big difference between... Can I take it out and grab myself? Yeah, I, I don't know what he started, said. started the, the, oh, you know. the works. I don't know. I don't know what he was doing, but the comic... an idea, though. No. Visualize it right now, Mo. Uh, God, no! Come on! I don't want to talk about this Louis anymore. Louis C.K. Nope. There he is. The comedy seller says it has a swim-at-your-own-risk policy that allows you to walk out during a set if you don't enjoy it. So that was all good. Cardi B is in big trouble again. This time, in connection with a fight at a strip club back in August, her attorney says Classy. Cardi is not guilty of reckless endangerment or any such thing. The incident involves bartenders... At this Angels strip club in Flushing, New York. That's in Queens, God. you know. Where bottles and chairs were thrown and some employees <laughs> were hurt. What did you say? Just what bottles you... and chairs are being oh, thrown. Oh, yeah, she's Man, getting I've seen those places with the chicken being... wire so the band, the band yeah. doesn't get hit by a beer this bottle. This is a strip club. This is a strip club in Queens. <laughs> yeah, like uh, she turned herself in this morning. Yeah, Carly exactly. B. turned herself in at the 109th Precinct and is due back in court at the end of October. bottle caps out in the book Let's move to birthdays. We're uh, way behind. Uh-huh. Happy, happy birthday to Dr. Melfi Lorraine Bracco. Uh, uh, 62. From Sopranos. Uh, 60. Damn it. I don't know. 61. Jim, 64. Thank you. Okay. Happy, happy birthday uh, to Ripper. Kelly Ripper. Kelly Ripper, believe it or not, is now 51. 49. 50. Oh, Pinkman, 48. Okay. Good. I thought she was older. And for finally, a Sting. Oh, he is 65. Nope. I think he's older. Older, Jim. Much older. I'll go 67. Damn On the it. dot right there. Thank you. Yeah. On the dot Thank right you, Jack. there. I knew it. And that's the Lottie Da. Just call me Moira. Text us with some questions at Real Mobile 77031 for Daryl Payne from Paw Affection. If you have some uh, problems, troubles with your uh, dog, we'll try to put a couple of people on the air with him as well. Daryl Payne next on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Little smile for a Tuesday, every first Tuesday of the month. Daryl Payne from Paul Affection Dog Training stops by. Answer your questions about maybe misbehavior, something going on with your uh, canine. We're also going to review Seminole County's new uh, bad dog ordinance, whatever you want to call it. First of all, let's take a call for Daryl Payne. Here's Julie. Julie, what do you want to say to uh, Daryl? I just wanted to tell Daryl thank you. He came out and worked with my dogs. I live out in Lake County, and he traveled out here to help me with. I had a Lab Shepherd mix named Zoe that was really hyper and yeah. quite aggressive to the two Cocker Spaniels. And... Um, I mean, he fixed it. He got us squared away, and it's been a couple of years, and life is still rosy at home, and we're Good. so grateful because we were looking at having to rehome her. Yeah. And with one visit, he got us squared away. The price was right. I found out when he was there, the guy across the street from me is a dog trainer, but uh, <laughs> a completely different animal, and Daryl just did a great job, yeah, and Kenny doing. was really helpful on the phone. 
And um, I just, every place I go, I refer them. And I just good. wanted to say thank you to Daryl for oh, a good job. Well done. Nice. And things it was, are great at my house. It's a pleasure good. working thank with you, Julie. Julie. Thanks, okay. for, thanks for the call. That's yeah, really nice of you. Thank me for putting Daryl on. Of course, it's all about you. Okay, yep, it's all right. That. Let's talk about this new Seminole County uh, dog ordinance that they have. Um, by and large, I think most people are putting their stamp of approval on. We'll he- see how it shakes out once mm-hmm. it really goes into effect. What's uh, what's your what are the highlights of it? I mean, what's good and maybe some couple of things you're not crazy about. Well, it, it, it's a little confusing at the moment because um, the only thing that's available on the internet is the draft. So I've been working through the draft. I've got 48 pages of draft, um, and some of it doesn't make sense. Um, it just needs to be tweaked a little bit. But the the spirit of it is obviously a good thing because. It's it's come about where people are allowing their dogs to just wander the neighborhoods. And right. and I get it all the time, people saying, oh, the worst thing for me is I take my dog out on a leash. Correct. And the dogs, there's there's that dog down the road, and, and, and it always runs at my dog and attacks my dog, and what do I do? Especially people with big dogs. We get a little dog running up to it, and the dog's mm-hmm. reacting to it. So, I mean, it's obviously needed. Um, and the whole thing is in the, public, in the, in the spirit of public safety. Um, which has got to be a good thing. But, you know, there's some, some bits and pieces in there that people are going to really like. There's some bits and pieces they're not going to like. It comes into three parts. Your own dog. Now, there's some slight changes there. Um, rightly so. You, you can't carry a dog in the back of a truck that isn't in a specially adapted cage, uh, which is a good thing. Um, something strange. You're not going to be able to walk your dog in your own backyard off-leash. If you don't have a fence, so if you're yeah, not securely I, yeah, fenced, I read that before. Like, yeah. My dog. I don't live in Seminole County, but if you have a dog, if it's on your, even if it's on your property, it must be on a leash unless you, unless it's fenced in. If fenced in, and, and only, and, right. and then it's got to be, it can come into contact with another domestic animal. So things, things like that, and there's like offensive odors mustn't go across the property line. What? Yep, I don't so know. So if you have dog doing. poop in the backyard, what are you supposed to do with well, that? Well, actually, you, 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 the only place you don't have to pick up dog poop is your own backyard. Oh, which I wouldn't recommend. But you know, this never heard every, of anybody saying, "Geez, that smell." You got pr- more problems with cats yeah. than you do with dogs. Oh, litter boxy smell. Yeah. So yeah, people burn their cat poop. Yeah. So there's a few bits and pieces um, that are going to affect people yeah, differently right. in Seminole County, and it's unincorporated and incorporated. Mm. Uh, then you've got the the new bit, which is the aggressive dogs thing. So this is where they're filling a gap. You had the uh, the dangerous dogs, which mm-hmm. um, which has been in place for a long time, and but that necessitated a, a serious injury, so broken bones, multiple bites, death, that kind of thing of mm-hmm. a person or of another domestic animal. So there was a bit of a gap in the market there because there were dogs that were attacking people and other dogs, but they weren't causing sufficiently serious injuries mm-hmm. in order to really be put on any kind of register. So they've, they've filled that gap now, and. If your dog causes that kind of injury, which which requires medical treatment from a professional, um, then there's an investigation. One thing I spoke to a Seminole County this morning, and um, they were saying really that everything is on a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. Everything will be investigated. They're not just out there to put everybody on a register. Who do, who's in charge of this? For uh, when it comes to issuing citations, part of the ordinance, I believe, something to the effect you can. Uh, you can call if a dog in your neighborhood is barking for more than 15 minutes. That's against the ordinance, whether it's inside or outside. Mm-hmm. I can imagine I've been there. A lot of us have been there in apartments, and yeah. somebody next door, they got that dog that just barks, barks, barks. Other people in the neighborhood, bark, 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 bark. I kind of like the idea. But who responds? Is it law enforcement, or does an animal control officer have to respond to these complaints? Well, the animal control officer is going to be the one investigating it. Yeah. So if with, an, with a complaint of noise barking for more than 15 minutes, it has to be 
either witnessed by a law enforcement officer yeah. or two independent um, people who live in, in, in two different dwellings have to be prepared to, to give an affidavit that this is going on. So you have two independent witnesses or one law enforcement officer. The case then goes to animal control. They investigate it. And then you can be served with with a you know a noise abatement right. notice and stuff like that. But you know the the aggressive dog thing it will impact people because if they do end up on a register, it's initially two years. If the dog behaves itself for two years, you can come off that register. And there's a condition where a dog, depending on the offense, has to be a, on a muzzle or has to have a muzzle yeah, muzzle well, attached if it's out well, in once, public. Yeah, once it's on that aggressive dog, um, it has to have an aggressive dog certificate. Then the conditions come in whereby. When it's out in public, it has to have a muzzle on, it has to be on a leash, it has to be under the control of somebody who is capable of handling it. It's not allowed in dog parks, it's not allowed in any um, establishments or public establishments that would normally take dogs um, other than veterinary surgeries and stuff like that for treatment. So it, it would impact people quite a lot getting on this register. Yeah. I see a dog on a muzzle. I'm heading the other way anyway. I don't care whether it's dangerous or not. I mean, they look scary, I mean, don't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the idea is why is that dog have a muzzle on its snout? Right. Yeah. And um, they're, not, they're not all aggressive. I'd say right. the majority are. But there's some dogs that will just eat everything while they're out there. So they'll put a muzzle on it to stop it eating stuff off the floor, you know, yeah. dangerous stuff. Because there's some, you know, dogs that eat some weird well, tell stuff. Tell us again about Perfection Dog Training. If they want to get a hold of you, you still get your thing going on in Winter Springs in the park. Yeah, we've got the group training with agility. Uh, that's on uh, that's on a Saturday, and um, I think we're the only place that actually does free play for puppies. We have a Aww. huge free play for pups. They have about fifteen minutes, and then they they go onto the uh, the obstacles and stuff. Um, the in-home training, as you know, that, that runs Monday through Friday and, um, two hour session will fix your dog. Right. Um, telephone number for Penny. The phone number, Penny will be on the other end of this. It's 407-456-1066. And the website is perfectiondogtraining.com. And on that actually by tomorrow, I'll have a lot of this ordinance stuff on there in a simple to read format. So it'd be easy for you to just jump on there and, and have a look, see what this is all about. So you think it'll extend to Orange County pretty soon? Oh, I think so. Yeah, is this a nationwide thing, or is this Seminole County just? You know, Florida's not known for getting ahead of a lot. I'm just wondering whether somebody in Seminole County. I know the news story about how the little dog was attacked by the big dog, and but I'm just wondering whether oh, here's what they're doing in California. Or here's what they're doing in Iowa. I don't know. And somebody said, why don't we do it here? Well, well every state has got its own dangerous dog and, and aggressive dog ordinances. Um, I think this was born out of that Reese's Law. Um, and it, yeah. it, that case, I mean, the dog was killed in front of her. It highlighted the need for some control to be put in here. And so they've taken the ball by the horns and um, and, and brought it in. So I, I can't see that Orange, Volusia, and, and all the other counties um, aren't going to follow suit. Because they've all got the same problem. You know, people are out there just letting their dogs roam free. And, and unfortunately, yeah, it's, it's, gonna, the, it's the few that are affecting the many. That's going to be difficult for people out in the outlying, whether it's Lake or Volusia County, maybe some parts of Brevard County where they're out there on 5, 10, whatever acres. You know, their dogs run around and all of a sudden their dog has to be on a leash. That's yeah. not Nobody's going to be well, as happy gonna, with that. Yeah, it's going to impact a lot of people because, you know, think about it's very difficult to exercise your dog anyway here mm-hmm. you've got to go to dog parks if you don't live on five acres you've got to go to dog parks and you know, they can be not the best places in the entire world sometimes mm-hmm. well, we're very lucky at winter springs it's very clean and you know that kind of thing but they're not all like that right and, and a lot of them are too small and it encourages this pack behavior so you turn up with your dog there's a pack already established it surrounds your dog and and now we're looking at, at problems before you even walk through the gate 
no pass interesting it. people are walking around looking at their phones not their dogs right and so half of them aren't picking up after their dogs half of them don't even realize they're what their dog's doing half the time. All right, well, Taz, we'll have some questions, whether by text or on phone, for Daryl Payne when we return on Real Radio 104.1. Daryl Payne from Perfection Dog Training is with us every first Tuesday of the month. Jack, we have any texts coming uh, so, in? So many coming in, Jim. One says they have a nine-year-old dog, uh, and they want to know, do they have to switch to an older dog food? Because they, they sell these dog foods. They say, you know, younger dogs, judge dog food, and older dogs. And yeah, when do you question. make the switch, and is it really necessary? It's just marketing. It's just a way to... I don't uh, know. Maybe well, the, yeah, the older dog foods are just less fat. Because older dogs tend to be less active. And so there's about 6% to 8% fat in there instead of mm-hmm. about 14%. So they don't just get big fat like Labradors and stuff tend to barrel out. So, um, so the older dog food tends to be less fat in there, so they don't get... Roly poly dogs. So it's just like, so you, it's, it's more not, of a, a low fat diet. It is really, yeah. I mean, if the dog's not very active, then yeah, absolutely go to it. But you've got some dogs that are, you know, nine years old and they're fit as anything. So it's not, it's not, you know, desperate. He has to do it unless the dog is really very inactive. Listener has a 10 year old female shepherd mix. She pants all the time. Mm. She makes sure she's cool and has water. What could be causing it? Anxiety, probably. Um, panting is anxiety, so it could be that she she might think that she's got the job as head of security of the house and she has to <laughs> worry about everything all the time. So um, without seeing her, it's difficult to say, but that would be my best guess. Um, not, so every, not all panting is anxiety, is it? No, they can be. Uh, I mean, they can be the hot. Way they perspire? That's what we always heard. Well, yeah, if she's saying that... You well, know, she's saying it's cool and has I water, gotcha. so okay. why is that? So that's taken that sort of gotcha. that side of things mix. out. So gotcha. my, my best guess then would be anxiety. And it's not unusual for German Shepherds. They can be an anxious breed. So, you know, if she's worried about it, give us a call and, and we can talk you through on the okay. phone. Hmm. What else you got, Jack? Uh, someone says there's a bunch of traffic on the 408 interchange. Do you know why, Daryl? Um, it's probably a dog's fault. No, cat's fault. Sorry. <laughs> never the dog's fault. How rude. <laughs> oh. I don't know, but I'm glad I'm not in it. Yeah. Uh, one person wants to know their, uh, how can they get their neighbor's dog to not bark at them <sighs> anymore or as much? Or is that really, it, that's up to the owner to handle. It's not well, you can do. Yeah, we get, I get this a lot. Um, unfortunately it needs some buy-in from the neighbors. So if you don't get on with the neighbors and the dog's barking, uh. then I think we're looking at the new ordinance, aren't we now? So you know, time it for 15 minutes, get uh, get two people to complain as well and or another person to complain and, and then they can get a letter. You really need to try and make friends with the neighbours. Um, you know, it's fixable, but it needs the neighbours' yeah, help. People get defensive. You know, oh, they really do. Yeah. First, I mean, with anything. I mean, the, you know, the reaction is, well, you know. You've got to be really and diplomatic. And they're to tune it out. I mean, it's like, they don't hear it's it. like parents with children. Yes. You know, they don't, they don't hear their kids yelling no. and screaming. Like you might if you live next door or across the street or whatever. And, and, you might, and you don't have kids. It's the same thing with a dog, you know, or they push the dog outside, you know, because, well, they, you know, he's making too much of a racket dog. inside. Yeah. So they kick it outside and the dog is barking up the neighborhood and they don't hear a damn thing. No. Well, and sometimes they don't know what to do. So they, they'll put it yeah. outside and they really don't know that there is a cure for it or there is a there is a solution. So, you know, if you can be tactful and say, listen, you know, we can help you out and, you know, that kind of thing it might be worth, you know, go hard for the dog barking. I mean, are they speaking to somebody? To the other dogs I in mean, the neighborhood. I mean, they sending a message out there? They just, it's just, uh, they just bark. Well, it's normally they're barking at something, you know, or barking to warn things away. So it's their territory. Right. This is okay. this is my house, my house, go away, go away, go away kind of thing. And, you know, 
it's so fixable. That's the thing. And if they don't know what to do, then, you know, if you can talk to them, we're happy to help. Okay, I got your choice of question. One about a dog that eats cardboard, the other one about a possible dog napping. Oh, my. What do you prefer? Oh, dog napping sounds interesting. This person writes, they lost their dog back in February when it ran away. Recently, they saw on Facebook another dog that was lost in the same area looking exactly like their dog. Uh-oh. Is it possible for someone to find a dog, remove the tags, and have uh, have it registered as their own dog? And how should they approach the people who say it's their dog now? Microchipped? Yeah, that's the thing. The only thing you can't get away from is the microchip or tattoo. So, I mean, it's put. It's more than possible someone could kidnap a dog uh, or dog-nap a dog. Um, that's that right. No. Put, put a chip in and register it and stuff like that. So, you know, unless there's a chip inside it or a tattoo, there's going to be no... And, or there's some real obvious marking that you can prove was yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't approach them either. I think if, if they're convinced it is their dog... Right. Um, and it's and it's gone missing, then really you've got to get um, animal control or law enforcement involved in that. Well, that should be interesting. You know, you call somebody, say, I think I found the my dog, and apparently it was kidnapped, and I've got it microchipped. You know, and the police are going to say, well, we'll be right over. I mean, they're not going to do that. Oh, I've had it a few times. I've, I've oh, done, have yeah. you? And they oh, come absolutely. right over? And what, I mean, what could a deputy do or a police officer do? Well, it's, it's no different to something being stolen from your house or stolen from your car. I'm, I, when I was a police officer in England, we had a lot of dogs that were were dog napped, um, mainly for Why? dog fight. Well, they take them for dog fighting. Yeah, they okay. use them I don't want to hear about that anymore. Okay, so, okay. All right, I got my fingers <laughs> in my ear. I don't want to hear about it. Okay, you want the but cardboard question? It, it Go on, right. give us the cardboard question. Okay, this person has a coworker that lets their dog eat cardboard Ew. and random trash around their warehouse. They understand it's dicey suggesting things to pet owners, but at this point, they're really just worried that the dog is going to get sick. Right. Uh, would minding their own business be the best thing, or does cardboard pose a hazard? Well, it's a veterinary question, really. I can't say it does it any good. Um, it's going to suddenly There's no up. nutrition there. Is it well, corrugated no carbs. or non-corrugated? <laughs> <laughs> you give it to that old dog. There's no carbs in the uh, in cardboard. Um, I mean, it doesn't sound like it's do the, it's going to do the dog any good. Speak to the veterinarian and see if it's going to do harm. If which case, then you may have a case for animal abuse. It might be worth suggesting. So then maybe that they do a little search game for some treats. Um, and keep the dog occupied that way, or buy it some bully sticks or something and bring those in instead. What's, that? What's a bully stick? Bully stick. Well, you don't want to know. It's it's a, it's part of a bull's appendage that you don't want to think about. <laughs> it bothered me. The dog fighting thing bothers me. I know it happens. I know it occurs. It's I find yeah. it abhorrent. But it's one of those. Ah, okay, I'm just making a lot of noise. I don't want to hear about this anymore. But yeah, that's what I would do. Is just see if it is going to be harmful. If it would an abuse case. But be, it's be a tough. friend's dog, and they they want to know. They don't want to be a you know. Is it appropriate for them to say something? I well, think. if they found out that it was doing them some serious harm, they because hey, listen, I, I just I, came across. I this, came yeah. across this article, yeah. and you know what? You're killing your dog, by the way. Mm-hmm. But, I mind your but own here's business. a bullet. But here's a here's a bully <laughs> stick and some cheese. How about that? It's a bully <laughs> stick. Look like the you know. I mean, if you had one and showed it to Mo, she'd say, "Oh, I know what that a is." Bully stick. Well, no, it sort of dried out. <laughs> And okay, no, I no, She might know then. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like a cigar, but you wouldn't want it. Okay, I don't want yeah. it anyway. Don't, don't, don't want to yeah. okay, thank you. Uh, speaking of licking things, person with a lab retriever mix constantly licking the floor, tile, carpet. Is there a reason? Oh, we've had this before, actually, with the licking things. It can be something that's on the floor. It can be an obsessive compulsive disorder with dogs with the obsessive licking. Something we'd have to talk about and see. 
Um, so if there's nothing obvious, you know, if we are, we're not dropping food on the floor and he's licking that up, if it, it sounds obsessive and compulsive, so in which case um, we need to look at the whole picture there. You're looking good. You're on your I, bike? I'm on my bike 80 miles a week. 80 miles a week? 80 miles a week, yeah, with my young bride. She's pushing me along the whole way. She's done every mile with me. Bless right. Her. And so uh, we go around. riding faster than you? It's like uh, you have to keep up with her? I have to drag her along, to be honest. I mean, she's, I she's in my second. jet stream most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Drafting. Uh, nope. Uh, yeah. I like her in front of me. It's a better view. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> Daryl Pay with Perfection Dog Training. He's got uh, group training at Winter Springs every Saturday morning. If you have some problems with your canine, with your dog, and you uh, want to try to get that solved, Daryl's the man to call. Take it from me. Take it from O. Take it Yo, from Jack. Yep. Take it from a lot of people that we've heard from over the past couple of years. 407-456-1066. You have a Facebook page as well. Yeah, but I'd be more than happy to have you join that. Um, it's a member's page. It's yeah. Perfection Dog Training USA members page. Just request to join, and uh, we'll have to love to have you on there. There's loads of stuff on. There. You got a lot of things going on: therapy, dog training, uh, dogs you're training to sniff uh, this, that, whatever. Oh, and... we got yeah, we've got dogs sniffing drugs and guns. We've got the the new batch of therapy dogs just come out. Going, we've got a new uh, old folks home, which is they're looking forward to going in there. It's a huge place, um, and and we're always willing to take on places if you know if um, people want. They have dogs to come up. They do six months training. They're very, very highly trained. Um, and they love coming to see people, kids, old people, yeah. everything. There you go. Group training, personal uh, behavior problems. That's uh, Paul Fiction at 407-456-1066. Thanks, Daryl, for dropping by. My pleasure. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Staff at a prison in Dublin think that inmates may have used a drone to get some Chinese takeout. I don't blame them. They probably got tired of eating soda bread and potato soup. Next, an off-duty border patrol agent says he accidentally started a massive wildfire after a gender reveal stunt took a bad turn. He shot some explosive material and the surrounding woods caught fire. Sounds like this child came into the world with a bang and was given a baptism by fire. Finally, a 76-year-old retiree with Parkinson's fought off a 21-year-old who tried to choke and kill him while he was out running one morning. Sounds like he was able to shake him. I'm sorry. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Eye Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Can't believe you don't know the phone numbers yet. Toll free, 888-978-1041. Sound like we've been doing this for 10 years. Write it down. From... Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. Ask not what your country can do for you. And the agony of defeat. God bless you, Dr. People. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Hey, don't forget that uh, bonus round of Closest to the Pin. We'll probably get to that at about five. We move things around every first Tuesday of the month for Daryl Payne to come in from Paw Faction. Jack, what do you have? Uh, Jim, we, uh, as the big story in uh, world politics, or actually national politics, continues to be the confirmation battle over Brett Kavanaugh. We have a little um, audio uh, from one of his accusers now. Uh, this is one that was interviewed by NBC and, and, and Kate Snow, and it is uh, Swetnick, with Julie Swetnick interview. But first, uh, Kate Snow has to do the uh, disclaimer because, you know, taking someone at their word, and these are 
you know, pretty serious allegations. Here's Miss Snow. What we want to do here is lay out all that she said, her story, our reporting. We want to be very transparent because these are very serious allegations. So here we go with a little from Julie Swetnick. Then I became aware of Dr. Ford and her description of what had happened to her at a party one time that also had Brett Kavanaugh involved. And I started to think back to my days when I was in the early 80s in Montgomery County in Maryland. And I thought that I might have some information that might corroborate some of the things that she had stated. So the the party lifestyle of Brett Kavanaugh back in his high school and college days is right. now, you know, under heavy scrutiny. Uh, she continues to talk about one of those events. I saw Brett Kavanaugh there. I saw Mark Judge there. And they were hanging about the area where I started to feel disoriented. And she goes, on. I saw him push girls against walls. Uh, he would pretend to stumble and stumble into them and knock them into a wall. He'd push his body against theirs. He would grope them. So, you know, whether, you know, uh, they say, oh, it was a long time ago. But if you were at a party, even in high school, with someone who acts in the way that he is described to have act, that's just over the line behavior. Now, then, it, you know, people call into question, it's well. Are there any corroborating witnesses to this? Would I remember something like that? No, because it was a male culture. Would a woman, female, yeah. have a better ability to no remember question. something like that? There's no question no about question it. Would mind. you remember if you're a male uh, when you were 10 years old and your scout leader ass-raped you? you mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd remember that. I'm sorry. You wouldn't forget that. You Why? know exactly who did it to you. Yeah, I know. On a, you know, I was just uh, earlier today texting with someone who was in this, used to work here 15 years ago, and they were describing something that happened here that I that I witnessed, and I could not remember it. And the person couldn't believe that I couldn't remember. He's like, you remember? And they were describing it, and I was there, and I was just like... it Was it traumatic for that person, for, or was it just one of the... For me, it was just one of those things yeah well and a little awkward but it was awkward really for that person so they i mean it's kind of seared into their memory was i involved i apologize (laughs) you were not ahead of this you were not involved and you are not the father uh we are moving on though uh so let's see the uh, kavanaugh issue has you know obviously been such a large topic it's something that big does not get passed the late night talk show host jim oh gosh here we go we we are running out of time in this competition i know this is where we find when our late night talk show hosts in their opening monologues all tackle the same subject we kind of take examples of it we pit them up against each other we keep track of uh, who said it best? Jim, you get to be the decider okay. of who said oh, it decider. best. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're the decider. Conan O'Brien, Jimmy Fallon, James Corden, all on the topic of the FBI investigating Brett Kavanaugh. Jim, who said it best? Okay. President Trump is hoping for a quick probe of uh, Brett Kavanaugh. And in response, Stormy Daniels said, if there's one thing Trump's good for, it's a quick probe. <laughs> Well, the big story is still Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. The FBI is investigating claims about his drinking and sexual misconduct. In response, Kavanaugh said, whatever, if you need me, I'll be at Oktoberfest. <laughs> it's going to be a one-week investigation, and then both sides will be satisfied. We'll all move on. It'll be big smiles. 
that's how this works, right? And, uh... mm-hmm. Was that a joke or was that just a... uh, more of an observation? Yeah, <laughs> go, I'm scratching Corden off the list. I'm giving it to Fallon. He was a half a point higher. Oh boy, O'Brien. O'Brien went with the low hanging fruit. Okay, so Mo, I think that really just might you know broaden the gap here, and Pinkman's going to be. And Jim, we also have to decide on a deadline. Exactly. Uh, Mo, what's the standings? Oh, yeah. Jimmy Fallon, uh, way out ahead. Okay. He has 11 points. Second is Jimmy Kimmel with eight. Seth Meyer, seven. Corden, okay. six. Yeah. So five and give three, me some two. More you know, Kimmel. Give me, get, just get us some more Kimmel. Well, Jim, I think we're going to need to actually, you know, some, at some point call a, a, a deadline know, for then Pickman is charged with getting that guest, that talk show host on the air. I mean, we're we're ready. Are we almost ready to book Conan? Still oh, negotiating with his people. Yeah, they wanted some money, and I'm like, listen, man, I don't have money to give you. I can give you a you matter card. Mm-hmm. We're working out a deal. I don't think you're working. Very I shouldn't hard have on hired Crab Newberg as my lawyer. Yeah, Crab Newberg. Mm-hmm. Don't you have a lawyer? Yeah, Crab Newberg. After a gas station hot dog heated by a roller made me miss a speaking engagement, Attorney Crab Newberg recovered $162,000. Thanks, Mr. Newberg. You're welcome, Trevor. I was honored to recover over $200,000 for Trevor after his foodborne illness, and I'd be willing to help you, too. I've graduated from an accredited law school and passed an intensive examination in the state of Florida. Food safety guidelines must always be followed. I vow to go after big gas stations, so Trevor is hopefully the last one this happens to with crab newberg you've got a case good for you trevor back to you jack uh jim tragedy on the football field we talk about head injuries this is a georgia high school football player and he has passed away following a uh, he had a brain injury this was friday night high school football game he's being remembered fondly as the officials try and figure out what exactly happened to him Initially, they thought it was possibly a leg injury. A lot of those are hard to tell, but he was talking and fine. Yeah, uh, 16-year-old Dylan Thomas got injured in Friday night's game in Pike County, Georgia. Uh, he actually went back into the game, uh, but he was uh, the official stopped the game during the third quarter to get medical attention for Thomas. He was taken to the sidelines and, you know, unresponsive. And then it was uh, Sunday night that, you know, team coach uh, Brad Weber said, uh, you know, he, he passed away. He was coherent. He was able to speak. Talking with the athletic trainer when he came to the sideline, he was having a conversation with the team doctor and the athletic trainer. His condition worsened from that point. And uh, again, Sunday night died. Latest edition of Real Sports with Bryant Gumble. They're running a story about, mm. I don't know what the number is, I think it may be 30 college uh, football athletes have died since 2000, not in games, but in training. Oof. And these training coaches, yeah. apparently, it's a, I never realized this, the training and strength coaches yeah. with these uh, football programs are just as important as, as the head coach. And I believe the training coach, Ohio State, I can't remember, is the, is the second highest paid public servant in the state of Ohio. Whoa! Oh, seriously? <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Think of like eight hundred thousand dollars a year, and they put next so to mo- Urban Meyer. So much <laughs> emphasis, so much emphasis on strength and weight training and this and that. Yeah, and they don't know boo. They don't know boo about uh, what happens if a, if a kid, especially, uh, suffers from heat stroke. They don't know what to do. 
They're not. Tra- they're not. They're out trained. on the field and they don't know what to do. What, what's the first thing you do with somebody with heat stroke? I don't know. Ambulance. Right. Cold get water. Them to a cool shaded area. Cold water. You put them in a cold oh, bath. Yeah. Because you got to lower their body temperature mm-hmm. as quickly as possible. Thirty. Thirty. Wait. How would they not know that? Because they're not trained. They're trained in building up muscle. They're trained in building up stamina. Yeah. But they're not trained as it relates to health-related injuries. Right. Uh, in 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 training. Sorry, I just diverted there for a second mm-hmm. because of this death. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. You give it another fifty years. This will be a nothing sport. Hmm. You think? I do. I do believe that. I believe. I believe it's going to go the same way as prize fighting, same way as boxing. You know, when you're thinking about your kids, the brain turned into a gravy because they got hit too many times. Yeah, I think so. Oh, all right. I know everybody loves <laughs> football, but you know, baseball. Would you, if your kid came to you? I, I digress. If your kid came to you, say, I like to be. I like to get into prize fighting. I like to be a boxer. I want to be a professional boxer. Mm-mm. Would you say, well, let's go ahead and get some training and see how you do with that? Most parents, majority of parents, are, that's not going to happen. Nope. Here's a golf club. Yeah, most people can't, but mm-hmm. football, you run similar risks. Maybe not to the same degree. I don't know, but look at the number of these professional players who are, you know, if they don't have CTE, they're living a life of uh, pain, uh, pain medication addiction. I wouldn't have it any other way, bro. Football, 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 USA. Oh, that story on 60 Minutes about the doctor, the pain management clinics in florida yep did you see that this no, week i did not was that a repeat no it was uh they're they're in their new season but it was the oh. one doctor who's he got a hundred and five sentenced to 105 years and mm. uh, uh before how many pills they've i mean people where he was i, I think it was 600 or 300 pills a day mm. per person it's like how Seriously. do you <laughs> you know it's like some stupid amount and it's like and the guy was trying to still rationalize and justify the that the size of prescription. Yeah, good luck with that. Seriously, Doc. Yeah. Okay. No, he's I'm, behind bars. He, yeah. yeah. He yeah. at Rayford. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's at a Florida State Correctional Facility. Oh, what's that? Minimum security, medium. I don't you know. Send these some of these guys. You send them to Lake Butler Correctional Center well, and Rayford. Maybe they'll have a change of tune. The point of the story was now that these doctors in the pain management clinics, some of those are now facing charges and going to court and and sent to jail, but not one person in the uh, pharmaceutical Thank distribution uh, network that sent all of those pills to Florida were fully aware that the uh, the the amount did not match that the the legitimate need for pain management. Well, it's like these rat yeah. bastard white collar criminals. Yeah, you know they ruin the lives of literally hundreds, if not thousands, and thousands and thousands of people's lives by screwing them financially. And, you know they send them to a, a minimum security facility for a couple of years. You send them to hard time, put them in general stir. You'll see a lot less, I believe, of that kind of activity. Because somebody said, well, you know, I can do three three years at uh, up in the Panhandle, but I'm not doing five years at Rayford. Right. Thank you. Mm, no, thank you. No, I just I wanted to say that. Jim, <laughs> let me leave you with a piece of audio that I have not heard yet. Okay. But I think given the source that 
it could be wildly entertaining, if not just utterly confusing. I give you ye. Or is it yay? Have we decided? Uh, not yet. What? Okay. Formerly known as Yeezy. Formerly known as Kanye West. Kanye. Correct, sir. It's so it's yay. Uh-huh. Yay is talking about why his album or CD that was supposed to drop didn't drop. And, you know, he's just coming off of an appearance on Saturday Night Live yeah. wearing his Make America Great, a hat, a great Again hat, claiming people backstage were bullying him. And But here's a little more from Yee or Yeezy or the artist formerly known as something. So we're going to Africa in two weeks to record so that I can get, you know, I felt this energy when I was in Chicago. I felt the roots. But we have to go to what is known as Africa. I just need to go and even find out what it's really called and just grab the soil and and be and, and cook food, you know, five meals a day so the metabolism stays up and have my kids in the studio and have the mic in the open so you can hear, you know, nature while we're recording. And I get it. And that's why the CD isn't released yet, because he has to finish recording it. Okay. But he's going to Africa, and he's going to find out what they call it and pick up the dirt. What's the deal with him? Is it a publicity? Is it is he uh, bipolar? I, I think, is it a combination of both? I think Dude, so. Dude, you have an obligation. Both. Didn't you have an obligation to the company that you signed a contract with to drop an album or whatever the, whatever the term is? If it failed to fill, fulfill your obligations. Ah, leave him alone. Nice guy. And how are they bullying him? Do you ever get into that? But I, I think in the clip I saw in the video, I have it posted on our website from yesterday. And I, I think he would say, they basically told him, uh, you sure you want to wear that hat out there? Don't wear that hat. And to him, that was bullying. But, you know, he's Kanye West. He, SNL wedgie. That's yeah. one of the worst. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Pete Davidson gets you from behind. You film an atomic wedgie where they put it up over your head. Anyway, and, then, and that's what we learned, that Kanye West was actually filling in for Ariana Grande, who backed out for emotional reasons, didn't want to be on the uh, season opener of Saturday Night Live with her fiancé, Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. We'll get Tom Petty the next time. He's dead. I'm sorry to say. A yeah, year now. Yeah, Can you believe shocking. that? Yeah. No. Time flies. I'm telling you. Is it a year today? Today. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, is, that, yeah. Well, I saw that. Yeah, I was just like, whoa. Wow. In bad shape. Absolutely. All right, I'll give you one more bonus piece. All yeah, right, okay, okay, okay. Oh, bonus. Here you go. Oh, boy. Bonus. Here we go. Jim, I'm going to go to the good pastor. When you go to church and you have some churches are a little more subtle about their you, donations. Speaking to Anyone the in general, they gotcha. go to church. Right. Uh, sometimes they preach tithing. Yes. Oh, yes, I've heard of that. That's where you're expected to give 10%. Of your salary. Reap what you sow. Put yes. it in the plate? You mean put it in the plate? Put it in the plate, Mo. Oh. 10% plate. of what you make, and God will reward you and, and make Tenfold, you a much richer right, person. I Tenfold. You're right, Mo. I know. Uh, this pastor claims if you're not doing it, you're robbing God. Oh. You want to get out of debt? Here's how you start. Start giving God 10% of your income. But there's no way I can do it. Just try it. Mm. Yeah, go screw yourself. What? <laughs> we used to take money out of well, the plate rude. so we could buy our bubble gum and comic books. Something seems wrong about that. Doesn't it? Just no saying. bubble gum oh, We were hell. taking a lot of money. A mm. couple of bucks here and there. Yeah, a couple of mm. bucks. Mm. You know, get some All couple right. of quarters. You know, comic book was 15 cents at that time. Oh, boy. 
had to get the new Scrooge McDuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. What yeah. else was you there don't want to that read? to go by without yeah. seeing it, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Big old, big old, gigantic Tootsie Roll. Oh, the big Tootsie Roll? Hey, you just slip your hand in there, you know, like you're putting money in the plate, and you just grab a little bit out. You know, you're not, you're not grabbing it. You're just kind of fingering up. Did you not have that little voice in your head that said, mm, maybe not a good idea? Yes, but did it anyway. Oh, I plead guilty. Mm. Am I going to hell? I thought I you said know. your mama raised a good boy. Mm. Stole well, from Jesus. Well, except for those Sundays. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Stealing from God, not nice. Ah, uh, you'll be fine. I wasn't stealing from God. I was stealing from the damn church. All right, just saying. <laughs> they were stealing from everybody going there. Well, they were doing God's work. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brian Bubblegum. And I had At to least go on to the, Sunday. I had to go to the bathroom, so if we could go to break now, that would okay, be awesome. Okay, very good. Jack's going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> when we Stop come it. Back, Why do we have to talk about that? A bonus round of closest to the pin. <laughs> Mr. Pinkman will open up the lines. He will choose one of you to play against him in that bonus round. You win. Good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose bad luck for 24 hours. Next. On Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. Yeah, here we go. That uh, bonus round of closest to the pin. The first Tuesday of every month, we kind of shift things around a little bit because our good friend Daryl Payne from Pawfection comes in. But here we go. Bonus round. Megan's on the line. She'll play against Pinkman in this bonus round if Megan wins. Uh, she will have good fortune for the rest of her life if she loses. However, Megan knows. I hope she knows. Bad luck. She'll suffer bad luck for 24 hours. Uh, Pinky, you can go to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes okay. to set your handicap. Megan, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for asking. I've got 10 questions for you, including the crow question at the end, okay? Okay. You know how it works. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Megan, the Nobel Prize for Physics was awarded today to American, French, and Canadian scientists. The first Nobel Prize ceremony was held in what year? 1945. The prize is a movie starring the late Paul Newman and was released in what year? 2004. In professional boxing, a featherweight can weigh no more than how many pounds? 15. That's a boxing, sweetie. Professional boxing. A featherweight featherweight fighter can weigh no more than how many pounds? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 152. Raging Bull is a classic movie about boxing and was released in what year? 2000. The running of the bulls was celebrated in the Ernest Hemingway novel titled The Sun Also Rises, first published in what year? 1962. Ernest Hemingway committed suicide in what year? 1970. Hemingway won a Nobel Prize for literature in what year? Oh, geez. You're all right. 1964. Yeah, Hemingway won that Nobel Prize for his novel, The Old Man and the Sea. That book is how many pages? 756. Old Spice Grooming Products was first introduced to the marketplace in what year? Oh, 1924? All right, listen closely. Get it within 50. You went outright. If Ernest Hemingway was a crow, 
in Oak Park, Illinois, his place of birth, he would have to drive how many miles to reach Ketchum, Idaho? 300, oh, 550. Time. All right, Megan, thank you very much. There you go. All right. Pinky, here he comes. He's going to roll the dice to determine his handicap. Here's what we do. We just set the number at 18, then whatever Mr. Pinkman rolls dice-wise, we add to 18, and that will be his handicap for the afternoon. He's picked up the dice. He's warming them up, setting himself up for the best possible roll that he can achieve. All right, right, here we go. Warm him up. What do you got? Yes. Oh, man. Snake eyes. Oh. Two on to 18. I will call that a 20. That was the best possible roll. Ten questions for you. Are you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. He might win on time today. In three, (laughs) two, one, begin. Pinky, the Nobel Prize for Physics was awarded today to American, French, and Canadian scientists. The first Nobel Prize ceremony was held in what year? 1948. The prize is a movie starring the late Paul Newman and was released in what year? Uh, 1962. In professional boxing, a featherweight can weigh no more than how many pounds? 118. Raging Bull is a classic movie about boxing and was released in what year? That was 1981. The running of the bulls was celebrated in the Ernest Hemingway novel titled The Sun Also Rises, first published in what year? That would have been 1928. Ernest Hemingway committed suicide in what year? Uh, 1961. Hemingway won a Nobel Prize for Literature in what year? 1953. Hemingway won the Nobel Prize for his novel, The Old Man on the Sea. That book runs how many pages? Uh, 372. Old Spice Grooming Products was first introduced to the marketplace in what year? 1950. Listen closely. Get it within 50 when outright. If Ernest Hemingway was a crow in Oak Park, Illinois, his place of birth, he would have to drive how many miles to reach Ketchum, Idaho? Um, 126. Time. Oh, boy. All right, here we go. Let's take a look at it. First Nobel Prize ceremony held in what year? Megan said. Uh, 45. Pinkman. 48. 1901. Megan starts off strong. Oh, the prize is a movie starring Paul Newman. Was released in what year? Megan said. 2004. Pinkman. 62. 1963. Ooh, bought oh, by one. Man. In professional boxing, mm-hmm. a featherweight can weigh no more than how many pounds, Megan said? 152. Pinkman. 118. Off by one. Oop, eh. what, he said 118? He did. Sorry, it's uh, 127. Yep, there it is. Raging Bull, a classic movie about boxing, released in what year, Megan said? 2000. And Pinkman. 81. Off by one, 1980. There it is. Another one off the by one. The Bulls, celebrated in the Ernest Hemingway novel, titled The Sun Also Rises, also made into a so-so movie with Tyrone Power, mm-hmm. Eddie Albert, Errol Flynn, and Ava Gardner, but he's counting. Sun Also Rises, the book first published in what year, Megan said? 1962. Pinkman. 28. Off by a couple, 1926. Ooh, Pinkman, <laughs> Good so job. super close. I'm very impressed. Ernest Hemingway committed suicide in what year, Megan said? 70. Pinkman. 61. Right on the money, 1961. Pinkman, you are taking away the last Ooh. couple of Hemingway won Six. a Nobel Prize for literature in what year, Megan said? Uh, where are we? What number? I lost Seven. It. Oh, she said 64. Pinkman. 53. Off by one, 1954. Whoa, Pink. You're oh. on fire today. Oh, yeah, bro. He knows his Hemingway. Hemingway won that Nobel <laughs> Prize for his novel, The Old Man on the Sea. That book is how many pages? Megan said. 756. Pinkman. 372. That's 127.
Tankman. Two to go. Mm-hmm. Old Spice grooming products first introduced to the marketplace in what year, Megan said? Uh, 1924. Pinkman. 1950. 1937. By one year, Megan gets that point. Damn. All right, Megan, what's the score? Last question, what's the score? Wait, they might be tied on that one. Hold what? on, stand by. 24 is 13, and Pinkman's also off by 13. I'm sorry, they share that point. What year did I say? 50. And it was 1937? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So they both share Tied. that point. Sorry. Megan, you're only way out of this. Wait. One, two, three, four. Pinkman has nine. Megan has two. Megan, the only way that you can gain good fortune for the rest of your life is to get this within 50. Come 50. on, Megan. Vernus Hemingway was a crow in Oak, Oak Park, Illinois, his place oh, of birth. You would so have to mad. drive how many miles to reach Ketchum, Idaho. Ketchum is where... He committed suicide, mm-hmm. and uh, Megan said, "550 miles." Pinkman said, "To Idaho." Uh, he said, "126." Now, in fact, Ernest Hemingway to drive from Oak Park to Ketchum, yeah, you'd have to drive a total of 1,638 miles. Megan gets the point, but Thank not God. enough. I'm sorry, Megan. I'm sorry. sorry. Bad luck for you. 24 hours of bad luck for you starts right now. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes <laughs> and grenades and closest to the yeah, pin. I would have been pin, pissed pin, if I lost on that last one. Impressive question. win. Thank you. You know your Hemingway. I know some about him. It's polydactyl cats and whatnot. Daiquiris. Key West points. Machismo. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of machismo. Oh, yeah. There are some theories that this is one of the reasons, among many, why he committed suicide, other than theory that he was paranoid, schizophrenic, really suffered maybe from some form of dementia. What? But also the loss at his age (laughs) of the sense of machismo. He is a tough guy, or at least like to telegraph that to people. You know, he was a fighter, he was a hunter, he was a fisherman, he was just, you know, running with the bulls in Pamplona. You know, World War One experiences on all that kind of stuff, and there, there is the 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 observation that in his old age, since the loss of that, uh, as one might term, manly strength, and couldn't deal with it. Just saying. Fair enough. That David Gardner, though, in the uh, Sun Also Rises. Oh, bro, you don't have to tell me <laughs> twice. I'm telling you, if Ava Gardner was in a room, she was at a party. You walk in, you open the door, knock, knock, knock. Come in, you open the door, and then across the room, there's Ava Gardner sitting all by herself, maybe just saddled up to a, oh, a table, oh, yeah. just sitting on the table. All bets You are walk off. in, and she says, get me a drink. You're going to get her a drink. <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Want to play a game? Call now for Closest to the Pin, 407-916-1041. From... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, time for that regular round of closest to the and don't forget uh, Fritz on the street at six. I'm um, playing against Denise. Dennis is the backup. What's the prize? Oh man, it's a pair of tickets to see the UCF Knights take on the SMU Mustangs at Spectrum Stadium this what? Saturday, 
Tickets are on sale now. RealRadio.fm keyword UCF for more info. Go Knights, go Knights. Mega, mega, mega. <laughs> Man, that is becoming a hot ticket, and we have a pair of tickets for you to see. Oh, yeah. The undefeated UCF Knights this Saturday. Game time, 7 o'clock. Pinkman, yeah, who's our point? Jackman, it's Denise. <gasps> She's a very nice lady, and she lives on line 5 of our phone system. Hello, Denise, on line 5 of our phone system. Good. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. I have a category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, based on something that came up just the other day. It's called I Got Parodied from Brad. Okay? It's about parodies. Mm -hmm. Um, Guess the year in which these Weird Al Yankovic songs were released. (laughs) So Weird Al, known for doing song parodies. So the category is I Got Parodied, and it's a category about weird al are you ready to go denise um yeah i think you're ready so we're going to reset the clock and we're going to go in three two one it was one of his best based on michael jackson's beat it eat it what year 1984 one of his earlier works off the album dare to be stupid like a surgeon 1980 a parody of Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. It was recorded live on the Dr. Demento show, Another One Rides the Bus. 1984. Taken from Jeopardy by the Greg Kin Band, I Lost on Jeopardy. 1978. <laughs> party in the CIA is a parody of Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. And Perform This Way, a takeoff of Born This Way by Lady Gaga, both released in this year. 2004. Fine. Good job. Let's uh, get Jim back in here. Give him a shot at the same. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. I actually saw Weird Al in concert at the Hard Rock Live. Nice. And he actually puts on a pretty fine show. Oh, I bet he does. That's what I heard. Uh, and it's a pretty solid band as well. Did he do white and nerdy? Let's say yes. That's an American classic. Let me tell you, I don't remember much of what happened in my life. <laughs> Turn your mic on. Too dude. busy boofing, uh, huh? One of the harmonica guys coming in. In later Who's in boofing? the month. Jack's been boofing. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know what that means, so I can honestly say I've not been doing it. I know what it means, and I've never done it, nor do I ever want to. Mm. And I can't imagine anybody else wanting to. Then I don't believe it means what Brett Kavanaugh said it means under testimony, if that's the case. Calling him a liar, bro? I'm just saying Devil's Triangle didn't really pan out to what he said it was. (laughs) Yeah. Not a drinking game. Well, his description of boofing is not... Mm. It's not what it is. Wall Street Journal, by the way, has a great article about... Boofing? About farting. Oh. oh, goodness. As in relation to Brett Kavanaugh and his description. Like, come on, dude. Jim, <laughs> mm-hmm. category for you submitted by it. Brad. See if you can find it. Pink. I will. All right. Brad, co-producer for All Gaming yeah. on the file. Yes. I got parodied. <laughs> parodied. All right. You know. Parodied. Past sense of parody. I understand. Guess the year in which these Weird Al Yankovic songs were released. Okay. One of your favorites. Yeah. Why are you rubbing your head? Yeah, just oh, come on. Salt years for songs. It's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. not my wheelhouse, but that's all right. I'll give it my it's best shot. It's not years for movies, I know. But pretend each movie's a song, and then boom, now it's your wheelhouse. Yeah, my movie years are a lot better than picking the year for the song. Ready to go? 
Yeah, sure. In three, in two, in one. It was one of his best based on Michael Jackson's Beat It, Eat It. What year? 1986. One of his earlier works off the album Dare to be Stupid, Like a Surgeon. 1978. A parody of Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. Okay. It was recorded live on the Dr. Demento show, Another One Rides the Bus. 1983. Taken from Jeopardy by the Grey Kin Band, I Lost on Jeopardy. 85. Party in the CIA is a parody of Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. And Perform This Way, a takeoff of Born This Way by Lady Gaga. Both released in this year. 2013. Time. Jim, I'm adding five no seconds idea. of your time as a penalty for the things you've done in your life. Good luck, Denise. I'd like to apologize for everything that I've done in my life. Okay. Good and bad. It's five. a general apology. Five seconds. Did you want to add any time on your five-second handicap? No. Okay. Mm. No, no. All right, bro. I got parodied by Brad. Uh, so, eat it. Just eat it. Uh, based on Beat It by Michael Jackson. Peaked at number 12 in the United States and earned a Grammy Award. How about that? What year... Did that come out? You guys were close. Uh, Denise said 84. Jim said 86. One of them is on the money. 1984. Damn it. Denise, double points. She was very worried about this category, too. Yeah. Like a Virgin was Madonna's... uh, It was the first of 12 number one hits. Like a Virgin. Like a Surgeon was the Weird Al song from Dare to be Stupid. Yeah. What year was that? Denise said... 80. Jim. 78. 85. Denise gets oh, three nothing. Come on, Denise. Cut me some slack. But I don't. Boom, boom. Another one rides the bus. <laughs> <laughs> guys are so close on this, all these. This was performed live on The Tomorrow Show with Tom Snyder. Oh, God. Way back His then. first TV appearance for Weird Al. Yeah. Another one rides the bus. What year on, did Jim. that come on? Denise Get on the said. Board. All right, again, you were two years off, two years off. Now you're one year apart. Get on, on the this. board, Jim. Get on Denise the board. Denise said 84. You said 83. One of them is on the money. No come way. On. 1983. Ooh, Jim's in the game. Two points for Jim. It's three now to three to two. Denise yeah. leads. Two to go. Come yeah. on. Come on. I lost on Jeopardy, baby. <laughs> uh, that's a parody of Greg Kinband, Jeopardy. That's the first concert I ever saw, Greg King, way back when. Points. What year did I Lost on Jeopardy come out? Uh-oh. Art Fleming and Don Pardo made appearances in the video for Weird Al. Nice. What year did the song come out? Denise said? 78. Damn it. Jim. 85. 85? Yeah. It's 84. Jim <gasps> ties the game. 3 now. Uh, it's a tie game now, Denise. Comeback kid. Comeback kid. The little piston. He's the comeback mm. kid. How much does Jim know his Lady Gaga and Miley Cyrus? Nothing. Party in the CIA and Perform This Way were the parodies done by Weird Al. This is it. He released them in what year? For the win. Denise said. 2004. Jim. 2013. For the win. Come on. 2011. Jim wins the game. I'm sorry, Denise. Are you really? You're up against the best. I am the champion. (laughs) I am the greatest. I will whoop him. I can't lose. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes. Oh, the pain. Superb comeback. Closest to the pin. Sorry, Denise. Pin, pin. Sorry for you. I'm glad for the win. What's my win-loss record? Well, today you hit the magic 100. (gasps) 100 wins for the year. How many losses? 37. Only 37 losses for the year. Oh, will it keep it under 40? Uh, Yeah. 
bet in that one. I yeah, those last there. five came awfully quick because it was 32 for a while. Yeah, hit a little bit of a slump. <laughs> New York Times is uh, breaking a story. I don't have all the details, but they are reporting that I believe that Donald Trump's father and Donald Trump were involved in a lot of uh, so-called tax dodging. They're not saying evasion, but dodging millions and millions and millions of dollars in uh, in taxes. Um, you know, so well, what's wrong? You know, we follow the law, this and that, whatever. Yeah, but the guys with the the money got they got the power, right? Yeah. You know, you don't get the same kind of breaks. But we'll get try to get some more details. on He received uh, that. at least four hundred thirteen million dollars in today's dollars from his father's real estate empire. Much of it through it says tax dodges in the nineteen nineties. Yeah, what is a tax dodge though? I mean, it's not a, it's not an allegation of breaking the law. Is that it's using the existing law not to pay? They call it suspected tax schemes. Mm. They're very dubious ways of filing your taxes. They said. Including instances of what they would we would call fraud. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh oh. Big news. Sad. He did say during his presidential run that he had almost virtually no help from his parents, um, but the Times went into this a little bit to see if that was true, and it said mm, he he actually did get quite a leg up from his dad. He got four hundred thirteen million dollars in today's <gasps> money. Uh yeah. Well, uh, the bad. equivalent today of four hundred thirteen. Yeah, if he got starting... four hundred thirteen million dollars. And uh, you can't become a, uh, a, a double your money in this amount of time, then you're not very smart. First million's hardest to make. Much of the money, according to the New York Times article, uh, came to uh, our president because he helped his parents dodge taxes. Mm. He and his siblings set up some kind of sham corporation uh. to disguise millions of dollars in gifts. Well, you got from that their kind parents. of money. You can do that kind of stuff, and then it just you just generate generate more income. Yep. He also is accused here of uh, helping his father take improper tax deductions worth millions more. But he was a hard ass. Who, the father? Yeah. Fred, was it Fred? Yes, Fred. Trump? And pick up that nail. We don't want to waste any money around here. Oh, boy. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio <laughs> 104.1. Think Donald Trump ever hammered a nail? No. Yes. Like oh, Builder, putting maybe. Putting a picture on the wall or something? At home, Gotta check out the news. No. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man has broken a New York State record for his massive pumpkin weighing over 2,000 pounds. My God. This guy has to be out of his gourd. Next, a woman from Florida just received a set of Dr. Seuss books she ordered for her granddaughter 20 years ago. Now the books can be read to her great-grandson. I cannot will not deliver mail I cannot will not move faster than a snail. Finally, an elected official in Okeechobee has resigned after allegedly stinking up her hotel room with marijuana smoke. She was a soil and water board member. What do you expect? Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File blog. Go there to see why you should give God 10% of your income at realradio.fm. And transmission. You are listening to the Phillips File on Real Radio.
try to find that website where uh, Neil Armstrong's kids are putting up maybe up to 3,000, uh, you want to call them artifacts or possessions that once belonged to uh, Neil Armstrong. Research has found it. Yeah, did find it? Oh, bro. What's what's up for auction? Uh, I don't think everything's oh, been listed yet. A lot of stuff. There's a uh, an early flight suit. Cool. Yep. Does that have his name on it? Does it tell what size it is? It may have a patch on it. It says it was owned and worn by him. No size listed. Neil Armstrong sized. Mm-hmm. He has uh, two sons. Um, a lot of this stuff was just packed in cardboard boxes and held down in the basement. They decided they did not want to donate it to a museum because they just felt a lot of this stuff uh, doesn't mean much at all other than it belonged to Neil Armstrong, and they just think a museum would probably pack it away someplace never to see the light of day, and they'd rather auction it off and use the money for a good cause. Well, they haven't said what that cause is. Like their travel fund? I don't yeah, know. Right. Oh. Um, a lot of commemorative coins on here. Uh, Janet Armstrong's 14 karat gold lariat necklace. Mm-hmm. But that piece of, uh, of uh, he had a piece of the, uh, the Wright Brothers airplane. Yes, that is what? in here. He had a piece of the fabric taken from that plane. That's got to be worth something. Yeah, Smithsonian gave it to him. They haven't listed any prices or any or any starting bids yet since the auction opens on the 12th. There was, there was an American flag among several that were aboard the uh, lunar spacecraft. And uh, one was planted, of course, on the moon. and uh, But some others were brought back. And one sold last year, I believe it was last year, for no, it's up for auction. Excuse me, and they believe it will bring in at least three hundred thousand mm. dollars. Now I don't know what his letter to the Easter Bunny will bring in. They have that letter yeah. that Neil Armstrong wrote Saw as a kid. That. Yeah, but the fascinating thing I mentioned at the beginning of the program uh, it says here in this article. In the science section of the New York Times, the astronauts, of course, understood the dangers and life insurance was unaffordable or unavailable for astronauts. Hmm. That led to insurance covers for each mission. Before launch, the astronauts autographed commemorative envelopes envelopes that remained on Earth, a financial safety net for their families to sell if tragedy befell them in space. Hmm. Crazy. I'm telling you. What we can buy... Is this super cool throwing knife that Neil Armstrong owned? Throwing knife with a leather sheath. Hmm. Just saying. Yeah, but how does have a name engraved on it or anything? Uh, you should always get a knife and engrave it. I mean, hey, dude, look what I got. How do you uh, know Neil that's Armstrong's yeah, yeah, throwing how do you know knife? That? How do I know? How do How do you There's know that? There's a survival knife as well. Is it? Authenticated in any way? Do yes, you get, any- you get a certificate oh. of authentication. Authenticity. Yeah. I don't want to throw it. You, know, you want something related to the moon. You want something related to the to NASA or something. Exactly, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. A space helmet or something. Yeah, there's some stamps Astronaut related helmet. to the moon. A lot of commemorative coins. I would imagine people probably mailed them junk too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, in honor of your trip to the moon, yeah, thank yeah, you yeah, very yeah, much. Yeah. Please accept this teddy bear. This astronaut teddy bear that I found. Mm-hmm. I named him Buzz. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, <laughs> A oh. pair of dice that say Neil Armstrong on them. Oh, dice. That's good. I guess he didn't throw anything away. Apparently not. 
He saw his, this day was coming. I think his sons actually asked him if he was becoming a hoarder. Mm. Or am I seeing that on a TV show last night? Ooh, here's the key to the city of Wapakoneta, Ohio. Yeah, oh, Wapakoneta. See, what if that key fell into the wrong hands? Then they'll have access to the city. Yeah, then the whole city is unlocked. Lots of problems. Like what? What would they do? Uh, steal the whole city. Block the sewers? They might I take mean, that clock. I bet they have a clock in that city. That doesn't like work Like they have a winter park? Oh, the one that doesn't fancy work clock. half the time? Yeah. Someone texted earlier and said, tell Jim the fancy winter park clock says th- 734 on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's never right. <laughs> At like 330. Oh, the Pedigo Junction clock. <laughs> God almighty, mm-hmm. that thing. The number, by the way, just in case you're interested, but, uh, you know, they almost eliminated uh, syphilis uh, back about 2000. They were at the point where the Centers for Disease Control was about to announce that for all intents and purposes, syphilis, the sexually transmitted disease, had been eradicated in the United States. Well, Mm-mm. that was uh, before uh, Congress cut support to make sure that we eradicated syphilis. Yeah. Uh, how many new cases of syphilis in the United States? Remember that they nearly eradicated it. And by the year 2000, how many cases of syphilis reported in 2017? Let's see. Uh, how about 10,000? 10,000, says Mo. Uh, 12,000. 12,000, says Pinkman. I'll oh, split it. 9,999. Oh. 101,567 oh, cases of syphilis. Yes. I mean, not yes, but yes. It's a 10.5% increase. Over 2016, yep. a 72.7% increase since 2013. Mm-hmm. Whereas the, what state has the highest rate of congenital syphilis? syphilis. Mm-hmm. Florida's in there, one of the highest, but not at the top. No. California's in there, but not at the top. All right. Texas is in there, but not at the top. North Dakota. No. New York. No. Alaska. No. Oh, Alabama. No. Florida. No. Louisiana? Louisiana. Whoa, Louisiana. points. Mm-hmm. Louisiana. Mm. Swamp syphilis. wonder why. I don't know. Might no. have something to do with the humid weather. Mm. Yeah, it gets in the air down there. Mm-hmm. You don't get syphilis from the air. No, oh, you do down there. It's airborne syphilis. Mm. <laughs> That's not a thing. Yeah, just like uh, you know, your your car covered, covered in airplane <laughs> No, airplane exhaust. Now that's a thing. Oh, picks up her car from the airport, right? I couldn't there get wasn't enough under- room at the terminal, mm-hmm. so she has to top of uh, park on the top floor. Yeah. She comes back several days later and claims that her cover, uh, her car is covered in exhaust, in exhaust from Schmutz. jetliners. Yep. Outside of that airport, it is going over all day, every day for those three days. I have no cover over, and I'm telling you, my car was filthy with airplane exhaust schmutz. Seriously. Couldn't have been something else. No, no. What else? What else? It's just out in the open air. No, I mean, it's, it's like just... sooty looking. No, schmutz. Mm-mm. Incorrect. Now, when I parked the now, car. Why isn't the entire airport covered in this stuff? I, how do you know Why it's isn't not? the control tower? Wouldn't the control tower be yeah. black? I bet they have to clean those That's windows a, a lot. Glistening white tower. I bet they have to clean them a lot. It's like the tower of, of the schmutz. The terminal itself. <laughs> I don't know how often you they go do. into the terminal. You look, you know, you got that atrium. You look up there. The sun's not blocked out. The sun's coming in. Yeah, Mo. So what cover- atrium? 
That's the hotel, you mean? What's the hotel? It's part of the airport. Mm, No. You can't see out there. You know, when you go to the windows, they're always dirty. Well, it's translucent. It's not because they're dirty. It's because they're... Oh, exactly. You, you go to, you know, you go to gate 52 or whatever, you know, you take the tram oh, over and it's, you know, you look out. Oh, look, there are planes coming in. Always dirty windows. I don't, I know. No, I've never. I parked up there. As a matter of fact, engine exhaust. Just I've so. taken that tram and I think many of us have said, look, look how clean these windows are. Mm-hmm. No, nobody says that. Well, I've said well, it. I don't well, know. A lot, okay, listen, they're only Penguin out for that. the time it takes to get from the terminal to the gate and then they're undercover. Then they come back and they're undercover at the back at the gate. And then they're undercover at the terminal and they're undercover at the gate. They're outside very little. Who? Eh, the tram. Pretty often. Oh, I thought you were talking about the windows when you're in the tram looking at the windows, you know. But they're they're undercover for most of their trip. You know, they they pause there. They let everybody on. They go, and then they're undercover again. So do you they think they wash them every day? I bet they do. There's got to be maintenance it. every Doubt single it. day. No. Absolutely. No way. Here's uh, Beth. What's on your mind, Beth? Oh, I was just one comment and one question. I just want to know why George hasn't had a car cover for Maura's car at the airport. Bam. I don't own a car cover. You can't put a car cover on a car at the airport. Somebody would rip that off. Well, you can put it on there. But anyway, I was going to ask you about the, um, you were talking about the insurance on the astronauts. Yeah, they didn't have insurance. Right. Do you think that happened after after the Grissom White when they... Oh, I don't know. You know, because Maybe. that was before... Yeah, yeah Gus Grissom, who and, burned up in the uh, in the capsule fire. Yeah. I don't know. That's a Gus good question. Grissom, White. You would think that and, sooner or later somebody would say, we got to have insurance for these guys. This doesn't look good. Well, and I just wondered whether that might have hap- happened after that fire in the capsule. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe my Uncle Blanky made that suggestion. Oh, of course. Oh, well, maybe my Uncle Ray said the same thing. What'd your Uncle Ray do? Oh, friends. Yeah, but my Uncle Blanky worked out there. (laughs) Oh, that's not funny. He worked out there. No, I'm not laughing at your Uncle Blanky. Hey, nobody laughs at my Uncle Blanky. Let's get that straight right now. He was a special agent, you know, He was a special agent at the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation. I know. How many times have we heard this story, yeah, huh? Last new listeners. And I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, well. Well, okay. All right, let's get reset at the, the picnic. Mm-hmm. Hey, nice. All right, moving right along. Yes, please. Oh, well, you don't care about Uncle Blinky? Mm. Apparently not. Last guy to laugh at him, redacted. No. January 27th, 1967. What? That's when he died? That is when oh. uh, Virgil Grissom, Ed White, and rookie Roger yeah. Chaffee all died in the capsule fire. I think fire. Michael Blank had a truck farm by then. I think he had his, his Christmas tree farm by then. Mm-hmm. You know, 20 years. Of, yeah, yeah, 20 years. He had enough. Got a pension. A lot of stress. Oh, it was my mom's birthday. A lot of stress. Oh. Hunt down John Dillinger and people like that. Mm-hmm. It was my mom's birthday, and she was pregnant with moi. Oh. When the when the thing blew up, the the capsule fire. I mean, oh, yes. the fire. Nasty. Mm-hmm. Not fun. Mm-mm. No, but they were pioneers. They, you they know, reported, they somehow, we have. Oh, yeah, a I'm fire. sure they said that to themselves as they were burning to death. We're, yeah, pioneers. we're pioneers. No, they said we have a fire in the cockpit. The Apollo One disaster fifty years ago. 
I think that, you know, they knew that they were in a very, very dangerous profession. Nobody had done it before. Nobody had tried it. They knew there were going to be malfunctions. I think that's the point. I think one of the things they get across in the first, which is the new movie coming out about Neil Armstrong. How dangerous it was? Yes. Yeah. I don't think and, any question about it. And the, the fact that, you know, the families behind are just like, They had to take hey. a chance. <laughs> I'm over this Bradley Cooper movie already. Oh, Star is Born? Yeah, Lady my Gaga. Wife, it's next who they weekend. say is terrific. My yeah. wife is so excited about this, she bought her tickets. We okay. have movie pass, but she didn't want to wait to see if it would be available. She pre-bought her tickets for next Saturday. Every oh, interview I've seen with Bradley Cooper, it's like, you know, he's just, he's very secretive, and you know, and he doesn't, mm. it's just, you know, one of the reporters uh, with the Times interview said, you know what relation to the you know does the movie have to your own to your own life? Oh, I don't want you know I don't want to talk again. Come on, man, just it's not that hard. Uh, Bradley, been working on that movie for four years. You don't think they gave him talking points to go out there on his press tour? It's what his you, movie. No, it's his. Yeah, exactly. He's a director. All right, but you don't think that the Stars PR in it too. people you know come up with stuff? No. I do. No, I don't. Well, Not with Bradley Cooper. Well, he has a publicist, of course. Yeah. Well, but he has... the, well, yeah, they set up the 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 interviews. Okay, it's a Tuesday. You're going to be on James Corden. The uh, New on... York Times, where would you like to have the interview? Okay, Greenwich Village, fine. Blah blah blah. Go get your double espresso. You know, and your your walnut salad or whatever they have, and you know, and he sits down there for hours and doesn't doesn't say anything. Well, what would you like him? I mean, you want him to talk about the movie. And the experience he had, right? I mean, yeah, well, making the movie. I think a legitimate question. I mean, I understand. Look, I don't want to talk about it, but at the same time, you know, he's gone through some personal experiences in the past couple of years. The death of his father does it relate anyhow to the amount of time that he might have been in the movie? Does the the passing of your father have any relation to any character in the movie? Do you see yourself in this movie as it relates to some of the things that have happened to you, uh, you know, recently? Well, I don't know. Not really. I'm an artist. Whatever, mm. elephant man. You use everything that happens to you, I imagine, in your. Well, I just say that, that you know, just think, did yeah. you read the? Did you you read the interview? Didn't you? In the did paper, they have kind over of the, the same like this. This is an interview that was two full pages in the New York Times, and he never said anything. <laughs> That's right. He, I'm telling mm -hmm. Jack, he never said anything. Leave him alone. I like him. He's pretty. He's adorable. Yeah, absolutely. yeah he's kind of cute. So, yeah, yeah, he's so. no Hugh Jackman, but. You know, he's kind of cute. It's a Phillips file yeah. on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. In a world of journalistic excellence. Can I get your opinion? Comes a man with no formal training. How do you feel about Kraft Newberg? This is Fritz on the Street. Yeah, Fritz on the Street every Tuesday on the Phillips file. Fritz on the Street brought to us in part by... After Pretty Nail Boutique gave me a hangnail infection, attorney Crab Newberg was able to recover $110,986 for me. Thank you, Mr. Newberg. You're welcome, Lala. I was honored to recover over $110,000 for Lala after her nasty nail job, and I'd be willing to help you too. I've graduated from an accredited law school and passed an intensive examination in the state of Florida. Lala wanted to look her best for a bargain on the most important day of her life. If that's wrong, I don't want to be right. With Crab Newberg, you've got a case. Whoa, okay. Hey, Fritz, how are you today? Good, how are you, I'm Jim? doing fine, thank you. Well, that's excellent. 
That is good to know, and everything is fine on this end. Don't uh, even worry. Not about really. It. We're fighting technical difficulties, I love and we're that trying Lala to find spot. it. I love Lala. I feel good for Lala. She got some money for her bad nail job. Yeah, crab. You know, right? he does all right. He does. He supports people who need it. I think it's very lovely. I don't know. It's going to make that transition to TV, though. I mean, it's just Mm-mm. we had it. He loves radio. He did a couple TV spots, but yeah. Mm-hmm. There was one we added on our website. You know, you just don't get the, oh, the right, right kind of PPM, you know, as you do with Sitting radio. Sitting in a library, right? He was in a library with the one spot I saw. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's his law office, but sure. That's it's really that available if people want to see Crab? Yeah, it's on the uh, it's on realradio.fm. Just go there and, and click Crab. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you were You're crab. just telling people bad information now. <laughs> Crap. I forgot all about that. I'd like to see I that again. It's it actually a pretty good one. Is it yeah. archived someplace? Can we... It's probably well, archived, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Research a look for it as research. Mr. Fritz tries to fix his computer problem. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, okay. the thing about that, um, I can tell you I have 10 questions. I've got five current event questions and five general trivia knowledge, uh, whoosie wuzzies, you know, to put you over. I yeah, love yeah, a good yeah. I like that. Yeah, so, but <laughs> I can't hear the answers. Um, Not so much. Well, we're working on that. Well, how are we working? You say we, but right now I don't know Who's what you're we? doing. Well, no, I mean, the I can... team of monkeys. You might as well tell us now. Because... What's happening in there? You don't have to refer to the engineering department as a team of monkeys. They <laughs> take that so very personally. That's so insulting to them. That, that is yeah. true. Sorry, Ken. Well, I can tell you right now, Jack, that uh, if you go to the P drive, uh-huh. and then you click on my first and last name. Got it. And then click on the Fritz folder. Um, Fritz. Okay, I'm looking at yeah. that now. If you do that, you can shut down the transmitter. That should be good. Okay, now I see <laughs> one through ten. Is yes. that what I'm looking oh, for? Oh, that's perfect. That's okay. a, yeah, that's a good uh, one. This could be Who's tainted. in charge here? This what's could going be tainted. Jack, I don't understand Jack is, what's happening. Jack is, uh, unfortunately, he's in second place. In first place, we have Jim with 428 points. Jack mm-hmm. in second place, 386. Mm-hmm. Pinkman has 378. And oh, Mo yeah. has 355. Casey uh, batting cleanup, uh, well, fifth place. 45 points. No. Oh. 45 points for Casey. If you think you know it, chime in for that bonus point. Oh. Question number one. Over. Jim. Oh, <laughs> Indonesia. Indonesia is correct. Oh, you. Oh, come on. No. Oh, wait, wait a second. It's true. Okay. Gosh over, darn way. Over 1,200 have died following an earthquake and tsunami in which country? Jim, you got that one right. Indonesia Delusion. out of eight answers. How many said Indonesia? By the way, uh, no... No bing, bing, bing today. Well, why is no... Um, yeah, that's true. Why is no one reporting on this? What is it? They're all reporting on it. What do you mean that nobody's reporting? Because we have to watch what Brett Kavanaugh did 35 years ago, according to the FBI. Thank you. He Every, has the calendars. Everything is Kavanaugh, 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 and not Indonesia. So I'll Jim, go uh, uh, seven. Seven for Jim. Six. Six for Bradshaw. Five. Five for That's Mo. Me. Six. Six for Pinky. I'm Bradshaw. No bing, bing, bing. Uh, no bing, bing, bing. Oh, so I have to play it now. There is no bing, bing, wait, bing okay. on this one. So, uh, oh, Fritzy, I'm clicking this file that says number one. Yeah, wait, 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 What? Can I do it now? With answers from the file of five, <laughs> oh. six, and seven. Question number one. Oh, this is so exciting. Over 1,200 have died following an earthquake and tsunami in which country? Japan. Guam. Indonesia. 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 I don't know. Japan. Indonesia. You four. had to do these questions uh, here, right? Yeah. Then I can. You, that sounded you like these five to me. Here. No, yep. four. Four. Four got that mm-hmm. one right. We're re- are you sure that was four? That's yeah, four. four. I get that point, right? I uh, get only one. Yes, Mo picks I... up one point. Okay. Are you sure it was yes. four? Okay. Yes. Okay. She didn't ask where to ask these questions. Damn it. She yeah, gets sorry. two if it was five. Question oh, two. Good point. What the? Okay. Question two. Yeah. 
In in 2000, Jim. Jim. No, that wasn't really him. In 2000, movie director Guy Ritchie married which pop? Tara. Uh, that Madonna. Was Mo. A one. No, 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 no. Roll the tape. I'm sorry. Roll the tape. All right, Jack. You're right. It was Madonna. I just wanted. Mo, I wanted to give you one. Thank you. What? I tried. And, um, That's not how she's this in, game works. She's in fourth place. Yeah. Thank Casey's you. in fifth. It's a pity point. Yeah, why not, why not give Casey the pity point? Yeah. yeah. Well, Jack, you got that one right. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Madonna? He wasn't called on, though, right? I mean, you didn't just... You're right. I wasn't. Yeah. I just Busts know I was first. It. it was so obvious to everyone. I was that obvious. I beat you by a... a you! Says you weren't oh, even in the she race. She was way behind. She was way behind. I got <laughs> you. She. I should roll that okay, tape. I have a name. Roll I didn't call that she. Tape. I didn't even know Jim said anything. I didn't, I, I didn't hear it either. <laughs> no, because you're blustering out. You were overwhelmed by my... All right. It's I'm okay. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Jack, what do you have? Eight what answers. What are you going to do, Jack? Seven. Seven for Jack. Could I hear the question again, please? In 2000, movie director Guy Ritchie married which pop superstar? Five. Five seven. for Pinky, seven for Jim. Six. And six for oh, Mo. God. Oh, we got a bing, bing, bing. Oh, okay. With bing. answers from the file of five, six, and seven. Bing, bing, bing. In 2000, movie director Guy Ritchie married which pop superstar? Madonna. Madonna? Madonna. Madonna. No friggin' idea. I don't know, pass. Madonna. Madonna. That's six. Six. So Mo is picking up two points. And okay. everyone else is picking up one. All right. Yeah, all okay, right. All okay, right. Bro. Mm-hmm. By the way, Jack, the bing, bing, bing should be in there. Too. Um, Yeah, but if I play that, then it delays. Um, yeah, let's so not do the don't worry about the oh, bing, bing, bing. Right. I got right, you, bro. You got Fritz will just say it himself. Yeah. I'll just go bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing, yeah. Question three on Tuesday. That means today. Which company raised Jim. the minimum? Jim. Amazon. That is correct. Which company what? raised the minimum wage for, for all workers to $15? Jim, Ooh. you got that one correct. <sighs> nice. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Amazon? Oh, Question one, more, happen one today. more time, please. It happened today. On Tuesday, which company four, raised... Four, four. Four. They may not have heard about it, huh? No. And you ask these... What and it's t- here. When? It's these today. people here. A- after three, after my, uh, my shift. Oh, 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 I see. Um, five. Five for Mo. Oh, I didn't even uh, know. I'm going four. Four for oh. Jack. Playing that game, huh? Three. Three for Pinky. Oh, there's a bing, bing, bing. Oh. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing, bing. bing, bing. I thought you had it. What are you no, doing? No, I don't have it. I don't have right. access to it. Don't worry about the bing, the bing, bing. Three, four, and five. <laughs> Question number three goes like this. Bing, bing, bing. On Tuesday, which company raised the minimum wage for all workers to $15? Walmart, Amazon, Amazon, McDonald's, Disney, Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. Oh. That's five. Mo's picking up two. Mo's killing it today. Jim and Jack picking up one each. Question four: mm-hmm. What is the smallest planet in our solar Jim, system? Jim? Pluto, Pinkman, Pinkman, Neptune. Neptune's incorrect. Jack, oh, damn. Jack. Mercury. Mercury's correct. Stupid planets. I take exception to that. What, what that Pluto isn't in? Yeah, why? Because Neil deGrasse oh. Tyson said so. But Pluto's Screw him. a planet. Yeah, but is Pluto it... Pluto is a... Is, is it, a... What's it? A, a dwarf planet? A dwarf. a dwarf. Yeah. Is it smaller than Mercury? What difference does it make if it's a dwarf planet? Yes. It's still a planet. I take exception. Foul. Point of order. It's not a planet. <laughs> it is a planet. It's not, it's not classified it's not as a planet. planet. 
Who says it's not a planet? Everyone. Some people. No, 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 no. You're not keeping up with the science news, my yeah, friend. It's gone back. It's gone back. Pluto oh is a planet. All right. Well, nobody knew that, so it's fine. What? I would bet you that none of the bing, people. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> This is tainted and Jack, Jack. Oh my God, I have it back now. Yes. Uh, you do? Yeah. I had to log in and then uh, log out and then log back Log in. out, log in. Okay. Jeez. So what's the answer? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, anymore. you totally what's know. What's the question? Wait, what is the smallest planet in our solar system? Jack, you got that right. Correct. Okay. Oh, so now I have to guess how many people got it right? It's, yes. It's Mercury. Yeah. To be honest. To be fair. And out of eight, how many got it right? That's, That's not fair. I'm going three. three. Three for Jack, three for Jim. Oh, we're playing that game. Four. Four for Pinky. <laughs> I don't care anymore. Uh, two. I've got no points. Two for Mo with answers from the file of oh, two. Hold on. Is anybody going to say Pluto? If somebody says Pluto. I'm what? coming after you. <laughs> what are you going to do? Are you going to smack him? What are you going to do? Let him go. To be, to be honest with you, everyone said Pluto. No. Everybody said Pluto. Oh, so I should have picked zero. Everyone said Pluto, and then I said, Pluto ain't a planet, no mo. Pick and then else. they said, okay, Wait, why did, I'm going to pick something else. What? Because Jim asked. It's transparency in journalism, my man. But, so are we... <laughs> oh, my man. He called you my, my man. My going to blow up. <laughs> okay. this, is, this is officially the worst game of Fritz on the street Pluto, we've ever done. Oh, I'll tell you why they bing, said... Bing, bing. <laughs> oh, bing, bing. We're bing, binging again. Oh, boy. This is such a mess. My head hurts. What's that, Jim? Come back. All right, let's. What are, what are, the, what are the answers on the table? I'm they, sorry. Hold on a minute. I'm not through here. They said Pluto and he, because they've just, all heard the latest news that within, I believe, the past month that Pluto is now deemed a planet. No, the people around here never heard However, that. well, you don't know what they know. Even if it's a planet, Mercury is still smaller than Pluto. No, Mercury is not smaller. You than don't Pluto. know. No. Oh, oh what? You want, oh, a bit, you what? want about half your points? <laughs> I, wait, wait. <laughs> I think, I think Pluto, you know, is, Pluto is one-tenth the size of our moon. Yeah, it's super tiny. That's why it's considered a dwarf planet. Yeah, exactly. Well, it doesn't That's matter. Dwarf, dwarf, giant. Research, would you planet. take this? All right, well, here's... Yeah, are you going to bet or not? No, I'm, not, I'm not betting half my points. Here's question four. I'll bet you Moira's points. No, I got nothing. Come Answers on. of two, three, and four from the file. Bing, bing, bing. What is the smallest planet in our solar system? Oh, the Neptune. Uranus? Mercury, if you don't count Pluto, I guess. Mercury. Uranus. Mercury. Neptune. Uh, Mercury. Four. Finally, Pinky's points. picking up two. Wait, I'm getting Jack picking up one no, each. I said four. No, I said no. four. You said no, three. I said three. I said three. Yeah, I said three. You together. said three. I thought he really said that everyone said Pluto. That's I what believed I thought it. he said. Did. I believed it. He, he was lying to us. They did because I had to edit it out for brevity. For oh, brevity. <laughs> for brevity. You what gave it? him a second chance at it. In other words, after they all said Pluto, yeah, you said no like, Pluto's dude's not a planet. So then they kept me up with something else. Yes. No Pluto. I see. I said that is this is. I thought I knew where I was in this world. I am so confused it's right like, now. It's like saying Pegasus or Orion. It's not a planet. It's not a planet. The more he talks, break, the worse friend. it gets. We're going to take a break. <laughs> and during the break, it's we're going point. to re research the latest news about All right. Pluto. Okay. I didn't say the planet Pluto. I said Pluto. We're not referring to the Disney character. Mm. All right? Got it. Now we're going to have to figure out who gets what. Where I it someone's uh, gonna get a noogie. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. You think you know the answers? He changes the questions. Is Fritz on the street? Come on.
come on, man. Well, the integrity of Fritz on the street now rests with an argument about whether Pluto is a planet or not a planet. <laughs> now, when you ask the question to these individuals, to and each one who said Pluto, is that right? Did they say Pluto? Yeah, pretty much all and, of them. And did you respond to each and every one of them, Pluto's not a planet? Did. Yeah, I said, well, guess again, it's not a planet. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a dick and say, okay, and that's wrong. I not a dick, I'm just... <laughs> oh, oh! Listen here. What did the September news article say? Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, it, uh, we found at space.com. What's that? And this was a, it's website, a great website, Jim. And oh. and it was a September 2018 yeah. uh, 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 article, and it talks about a recent study yes. and a paper filed uh, trying to make the claim that Pluto is indeed a planet. And what they did is they went through since they went back to 1802 and looked at all the literature written about Pluto and determined basically the common acceptance for what is a planet. And they say Pluto fits that definition. However, according to the IAU, and that's the International uh, Astronomical Union. The one, they know they're the one who reclassified mm-hmm. Pluto back in 2006. Oh, they just don't want to be uh, embarrassed. It is still declassified. Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah. has an easier way of understanding it. It doesn't clear yeah. the neighborhood. Uh, the uh, lead author on this, right. uh, right. Philip Metzger, he's a planetary scientist at the University of Central Florida. What? Oh, they word. need three things to be de- considered a planet. Yeah. Orbit the sun, check. Rounded by gravity, check. But it fails to meet the third criteria for planetary status. This is according to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Makes it understandable for all of us. It has not cleared the area around its orbit. Alas, it isn't big enough. For this reason, Neil deGrasse Tyson and others thinks it belongs with its other icy brethren in the outer solar system, considering a dwarf planet. So basically, it's interacting with any other objects gravitational pull so it's flirting over it's here it's flirting over here and clean because you said it wasn't it's not pluto pluto's not a planet, it's not a planet. so it's then they have to over another planet people say neptune mm-hmm. Which Come up is, with something else. how many points did i get out of this one you're doing well yeah you got one point you are in the you're lead. You want to take the point or just all right I'll Jim, take you are in the lead for the day as I, well it doesn't matter it's just it's <laughs> mm. Well, then, All right, I'll take the point. Okay, fine. let's move on. Let's move on, shall we? Question in five. Which <laughs> National Hockey League team unveiled a new mascot last week named Gritty? Pink man. Pink man. The Philadelphia one. I can't. Flyers, points. That is correct. Damn it. Ooh, it. good for you. The Philadelphia Flyers yes, thank you. mascot is named Gritty Pink Man. Out, uh, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Philadelphia or Philadelphia Flyers? Uh, Four. Four for Pink Man. Oh, boy. Mm. I don't know. I know this is yeah, two, two for Mo. Oh boy, three or four. What are you gonna do? 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 Two, three, two, two for Jim. <laughs> three, three for Jack. Question five with answers from the file of two, three, and four. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, bro. Which National Hockey League team unveiled a new mascot last week named Gritty? <laughs> Good God, I have no idea. Philadelphia Uh-oh. Flyers. I don't know any hockey teams. It's better like, than the Lightning. Nope. <laughs> Philadelphia. Oh. I have no idea on that one. The Philadelphia Flyers? <laughs> Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, nice. Yes. Four. That's four. Woo! Pinky's picking up two, and Jack is picking up one. Since when does Watson know sports? I don't know. Well, he that's gets. the Flyers. 
Question six. <laughs> who is the one-eyed giant in Greek mythology? Gy- Cyclops. That is correct. Oh, come on! What's Cyclops. Cyclops. That's yeah, you gave it away with one-eyed. I know. Uh, uh, Jim, yeah. out of eight answers, how many do you know Cyclops was the one-eyed giant in Greek mythology? So they just have to say Cyclops. Yep. Sure. The one-eyed giant in mm-hmm. Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. Cyclops. <laughs> I would have. So I'll go. I'm gonna actually. Go, I'm gonna actually say seven. Seven for Jim. Did I'm, anyone say Pluto? I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> not in this one now. I'm gonna go Hades, with Cyclops. Sorry, six for Cyclops, the one-eyed giant in Greek mythology. Six I for say Pinky? six. Awesome. I, kinda, I really like that answer. Yeah, Thank you. Oh, six. It was well thought I out. I do, but maybe I should say something else. You should go eight. Cyclops. Eight. It's, everybody knows Cyclops. Oh, no. Eight. He talked oh, me into God. it. Eight for Cyclops. Eight for Jack. If Cyclops, anyone Cyclops. says Minotaur, someone's getting punched. Well, um, I also would have accepted Polyphemus. Aha, Polyphemus. Oh, sure, Polyphemus. Sure. Polyphemus. Yeah. Uh, I would accept that, too. With answers from the file of <laughs> six, seven, and eight. This is question six. Who is the white-eyed oh, giant in Greek mythology? Uh, yes. Cyclops. Pass. Cyclops. Oh, Polyphemus. I have no idea. Uh, Cyclops. 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 That would be five. So Pinky and Mo picking up one each. It was five or six? That was uh, five. It was five, but we said six. Okay. So we don't get the full vote <laughs> there. So, so it was an eight? Nope. Oh, Thanks, no. Jim. Sorry. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Question seven. Over the weekend, what type of prize was awarded? Jim. Jim. Nobel. Nobel is correct. Son of a. Over the weekend, what type of prize was awarded to a woman for the first time in 55 years? It was the Nobel Prize, just to keep for it cooking? as simple as that, mm-hmm. for physics. Uh, for that would be no. You said for physics? Yep, Nobel Prize. I just wanted that answer, but it was actually awarded in physics. Jim, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Nobel Prize? But they didn't have to say physics. They just no. say Nobel. Yep. Okay. Six. Six for Jim. What kind of award you said? What kind Five. of Five. Five for Pinky and six. Jack. Six for Mo. Mm-hmm. Question seven with answers from the file of five and six. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, oh, over bro. the weekend, which prize was awarded to a woman for the first time in 55 years? A Nobel Prize? Uh, is it the Nobel? A Nobel Prize? A uh, Nobel Prize for something in physics? Uh, Come on. A Nobel Prize? You're... No, I don't know. I actually don't know that. One. The Nobel Prize. Damn it. Pass. Six. Six. Mo and Jim picking up two each. No clue. Pinky and Jack picking up one each. Okay. More questions. We no, come on. More? Don't sound so positive. Okay. Three more. Question eight. <gasps> Which actress starred in The Wolf of Wall Street? And Jingman. Pinkman. Mm, Margot Robbie. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Nicely <laughs> done. Son of a... <laughs> which <laughs> which yeah. actress starred in The Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> and I, Tanya? Pinky, out of eight mm-hmm. answers, how many do you think said Margot Robbie or Robbie? I think a lot of men that. that saw that movie made it a point to remember her. I'm going to go with six. Six for Pinkman. Five for me. Five for Mo. Oh, those two answers seem like right in that right spot. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Go what are you eight. Do? You go eight. I'll <laughs> I'm go not seven. Going eight. Go eight. Chicken. What'd you say, Pinkman? Six. Seven. I said five. Oh, well, now what are you going to do? What'd you say, do? seven? I said seven. I'll go six. Oh, six bro. So, Jack. Seven for you? Yeah, whatever. Question eight with answers from the file of five, six, and seven. Which actress no! starred in The Wolf of Wall Street oh, and I, Tanya? Kate Blanchett. Shut up. Margot Robbie. God, she's so hot, and I don't know her name. I don't know. Um, 
I don't know. Ooh, Margot Robbie. Uh, blah, 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 I can't remember her name. Margot Robbie? <laughs> you three people. Three. Oh, boy. No uh, points awarded. God bless nine. them. Yep. Okay. Can't wait for Bob and Rich to come back. Bless their souls. <laughs> Question nine. Which actor played Brett Kavanaugh during SNL's... That was Pinky. Oh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon's correct. Mm, really? I would have also taken Matt Damon. Which actor played Team Brett American Kavanaugh World during Police. SNL's cold opening? Pinky out of eight answers. How many do you think said Matt Damon? Five. Five for Pinky. Six. Six for Jack. Five. Six. Five the, for Moe and six for Jack. The nose was convincing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Question nine with answers from the file of five and six. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, Which oh, yeah. actor played Brett Kavanaugh oh. during SNL's cold opening? Uh, Matt Damon. Will Ferrell? Matt Damon. Uh, Matt Damon. Kanye West. Oh. Uh, Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Damn it. Six. So uh, Jim and Jack picking up two each. Mo and Pinky picking up one each. Mm. This is the final question. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh. Question ten. What is the capital of... Alabama. Jim. Moira. Jim. Oh, jeez. Is it Birmingham? Mm-hmm. That's incorrect. That's what? Incorrect. Jack. Moira. Jack. What is it? Tuscaloosa. Incorrect. Damn Moira. It. Mo. Um, Mobile. Incorrect. Oh, I know it. Pigment. 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 Montgomery. Montgomery. But in Birmingham, they love the governor. That's, Points. Yeah, oh, <laughs> wow. Nice. All right, Pinky, you got uh, that one right. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Montgomery? <laughs> Damn it. Oh, oh my God. Uh, gonna, as soon as I said M, you know, I was like, that's Mobile, be a no. Re, a resounding two, sir. Two for Pinky. Mobile. Three. Montgomery. Three for Jack. Uh, three. Three for Mo. Uh, three. Three for Jim. Question oh, ten with answers from the file of two and three. What is the capital of Alabama? Come on, one. Uh, Alabama. We're just going to say Birmingham, Alabama. Tuscaloosa. Birmingham? Uh, Mobile. Montgomery. Birmingham. Birmingham. Birmingham? One. So Piggy's <laughs> picking up one point, and that's Fritz on the street. Woo! Brought to us by. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. The sponsor oh, yeah. is Fort Fritz. Download the free iHeart app. Search Fort Fritz. A lot of spooky stuff. And we are planning our season two finale, but I, I don't think I can say anything yet. And okay. by the way, thanks to Elixir for a lunch today. It was absolutely oh, fantastic. Got oh, yeah. chicken tacos with jalapeno peppers on top. Out of this world. I think it's Taco Tuesday. It, it is. Taco it is, Jim. Taco Tuesday, $2 tacos, $2 margaritas, $3 Coronas all night at Elixir. Washington, downtown Orlando, near Orange Ave. Good stuff. And Saturday night, they have the McGregor versus Khabib fight. No cover all night. So you want to see the McGregor fight this Saturday? You can see McGregor versus Khabib. No cover at Elixir. That's this Saturday night. But Tuesday, Taco Taco Tuesday mm-hmm. at Elixir on Washington, near Orange, downtown Orlando. Their tacos are outrageous. Their burger is absolutely fantastic. I had they chicken with a salad. Yeah, it was so I mean, good. They, and they yep. do a great, and I might say they might have some of the best fish and chips I've ever tasted in this town. Jim. Wow. I'm a fish and chips aficionado. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you yes. want the results? Yes. yes. Yeah, how we do. Pinkman won the day with a strong finish oh, at the end there. Come back. Even though it was highly questionable. Mm. Uh, with 13 points. Jim, you had 11. Moira and I each had nine. Standings unchanged. However, mm. Jim, you're in first place with 439. I'll take it. I have 395. Pinkman inches closer to me with 391. He's I'll only four it. behind, and oh. I will not be here next Tuesday. Oh, 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 I have a feeling he might take second place. 
Uh, Moira has 364 you points. Don't worry about that, Jack. I'll take care of Pinkman. Yeah, you take care of Pinkman. Yeah, he's going to break it, your kneecap. Yeah, you get all the points. And what? Mo, you get all the points and leave nothing for Pinkman. No millennial trivia. I won't be Fritz. here. Oh, what do you mean? Mo won't be here either? He has to leave early. Casey yeah. needs some points, though. So that means all the points are there. That's more points for Jim and Pinkman. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, yes. We gotta we gotta have a meeting. You know? okay. Let's have a meeting before this. Let's figure out some okay. strategy. That sounds like collusion. Casey's but okay. up to fifty. Uh, we're not gonna share any knowledge, but yeah, we're... whatever. Casey's up to fifty now. Casey has fifty. Oh, Pinkman, I noticed this big story over the weekend about Pluto. I just wondered whether fifty. <laughs> Casey has fifty. <laughs> Poor Fritz. He's uh, you know I, I'm just doing this as a favor. You know I can't I can't win. I guess you know? it's okay. It's right. Well, no, because you're the host. <laughs> Good one. Points. All right, I'm giving yes. I'm giving Pickman another point. No, you can. He deserves that one. Come on. <laughs> he deserved that one. Thank you, Fritz. Good job. Thank you very much. Thank Fritz on the street every Tuesday on Real Radio 104.1. Let's get a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A McDonald's worker has been charged with pouring cleaner in a police officer's drink. Going to jail. That's the power of Pine Sol, baby. Next. A man that won the lottery 20 years ago is now a bank robber. Sounds like his life is no longer safe. Finally, some thieves stole an entire German vineyard. Where did it go? It was just here. Quick. Put it under your later hosen. Headlines were brought to you by iHeartRadio. Whether you say Alexa or OK Google, you should always say Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From- you are listening to The Phillips File, where horrible news is reported horribly. Real Radio! 
right. Okay. Hold on. Um, right or wrong, do you think uh, Mo correctly identified Tom Petty? <laughs> oh, no. No. You say no? No. You say no? <laughs> You have to turn your mic on, Mo. They are correct. Both of them are correct. I'm One like, of the most distinct voices in rock and roll. I said, who is this? I like this so much. It's <laughs> a, by Van Halen. It's a brand yeah. new song. Who is this? I she really like this. She said, this is this. a snappy tune. I like this. It's a toe tapper. Who is this? It, it's so it good. It is one of my favorites. And I think, it, is it Past Times at Richmond Hyatt's in? Yes. Or one no. of those. It's one of those song uh, movies that uh, about in the 80s, uh, iconic movies. But, uh, uh, of course, one year anniversary yes. to yeah, the passing I knew of, that. of Tom Petty. See, I, I should have made yeah, the connection. He's in bad right? shape. It wasn't fast. No, you got a it broken was, right? hip. Go ahead yeah. and cancel the concert. Get that hip taken care of, will you? You think he died of a broken hip? Well, said as he was in pain well, from a broken, fractured hip, and he was on so many painkillers. Yeah. Oh, you know, the, essentially, the cocktails. Had, uh, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. hit the old ticker. It stopped us everything. All of his systems are stopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, I got to see Tom Petty over at the Emily Arena in Tampa. Oh, the Emily. Great show. (laughs) Yeah. How old was he? Steve Winwood opened up for him. Little Stevie Winwood. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, there's that. Little Stevie Winwood. That's what they call him. Little Stevie Winwood. Little Stevie Winwood? Stevie Winwood. Or was it Little Stevie Wonder? No, it was Little well, they Stevie Wonder. Tom Petty sure. and Little Stevie <laughs> no, Winwood. No, no, no. Years ago, when, when Little Stevie Winwood started, he was Little Stevie Winwood. Because he was like 16 in the, was it Traffic or was whatever the band referred yeah. to as Little Stevie Winwood. Stevie Winwood, totally. Yeah. Well, maybe Stevie, but not Little Stevie. Steve, I'm looking him up. It's Winwood. okay. I mean, I, I'll stand corrected, but I, I, I don't just, know. I'm, I'm just saying I never heard Little, little Stevie, Stevie Winwood. Stevie Winwood. Higher love points. So you know what I'm not getting points off of everything. He gets points every minute. This one, every minute. So I'm watching the Ed Sullivan show as I tend to do. Uh, What? Because if you have an over-the-air antenna, (laughs) which I also have hooked up, there's a lot of these sub channels, and they just play a lot of retro TV. Like I was watching Space 1999 over the weekend. Ooh, good one. That's a pretty bad show. Uh, But I'm watching the Ed Sullivan show from 1967, and and uh, Stevie Wonder was on it. Oh, good times. Yeah. Is it Stevie Wonder or Little Stevie Wonder? No, that no. was Stevie, but this, prior uh, to that, he was a little. Steve Winwood, known as Stevie Winwood. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it doesn't say little. I, I don't just like that. I don't like Steve that. Wonder. I don't like that word, Stevie. It sounds... Yeah. Stevie. You know, hey, Stevie. Sounds like artificial Well, because he sweetener. joined the group at 14. Stevie, Skeevy. No, not Skeevy. Well, it sounds Skeevy. He modeled his singing after Ray Charles, interestingly enough. Well, that's fine. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. Have you found little Stevie Winwood? Mm-hmm. No, just plain old lip, uh, Stevie. Mm-mm. And then he went with Clapton, and then he went with this one and that one and the other one. And then he got pissed at it. Stop calling me Stevie. Steve Winwood, please. I cut it out. My brother was Eddie growing up. Finally, he said, stop calling me Eddie. Call me Ed. I'm like, no, I'm doing that. I'm thinking of little Steven. Oh, maybe that guy. Oh, from boy. Yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking of. Who we interviewed on the show for an hour. With the Van bandana. Zandt Van Zandt, yeah. It was good. Mm-hmm. I remember. And no, it was an Which I don't remember interview. anything. No, he no, was. it was a very good interview. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Plain old Steve now. Steve Winwood. Steve. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't make or me. Mr. Di- Winwood yeah. to you. He's almost, he's almost 70. We should probably drop the Steve. Or Steven. Steven Winwood. Yeah, that, that doesn't, doesn't sound, sound right. right either. Dr. Steve. No, he is. He is 70. So? He's 70 in May. You said he's almost 70. It says here he was born in May of 48. So he would have been. We got a problem here? 
Nothing. I got nothing. Uh, anybody got a problem? No, I got Most nothing. Desperate to be right uh, about something. Got a problem I'm just looking at the here. Wikipedia. I don't know from anything, but yeah. <laughs> Watch the age references, okay? All right, fine. Yeah, Warner Wolf. All right, let's play. Oh, Warner really. Wolf. Let's oh, go to the videotape. Oh, that was him, yeah. All right, let's play some PPT. Person, place your thing, Mr. Pinkman. What's the prize? It's a pair of tickets to Classic Albums Live. The Beatles help at Hard Rock Live Friday, October 5th. That's this Friday. Go to realradio.fm keyword concerts for more info. Now let's get this underway. Elliot, you're first up, Elliot. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Um, let's go ahead and do a thing. Let's do a thing for a change. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, Brad. All right, listen up. Clue number one, this thing has been cultivated for more than 3,000 years, starting in the Mediterranean. What is this thing I speak of? Um, more than 3,000 years. Yeah, this oh, thing has no. been cultivated. Cultivated? Cultivated. That means what, grown? What does that mean, cultivated? Yeah, yeah cultivated. Oh, grown. Yeah. Right. This thing has been grown. Cultivated. Let's go with... Um, Olive oil. Olive oil. Mm. That's your final answer. Yeah, okay, olives. No, it's not, uh, it's not olives. I think okay, olives okay, have been okay. around longer than that. Here is uh, George. Mm. Clue number two, George. In the 1600s, people in Italy and France began cooking and eating this thing as food. Eating it as food? I'm going to say that was um, hemp. Hemp. Marijuana. All right, hemp. eating hemp. Yes. That's your final answer. I'm sorry, hemp is not the right answer. No. Moving right along. Frank, here we go, Frank, with clue number three. By the mid-1800s, Dutch farmers near Kalamazoo in Michigan were the first to grow and market this thing in the United States. Steve Winwood was in the Spencer Davis group. Yeah, he was. That's uh, absolutely correct. Yeah, points but, uh, for you, but they you don't got points on game. that, but not on this. What is I this? Guess for this yeah. is the soybean. The soybean. That's your final answer? Yes. No, it's not the oh. soybean. But nice effort, especially... Yeah, Spencer Band or whatever it was. Spencer, Spencer Davis, Davis Group. group. Mm-hmm. Little Spencer, they called it. Oh, yeah, Little Spencer Group. Here's uh, Joe, clue number four, Joe. These things are stocked and stalked in grocery stores everywhere. Oh, come on. I'm going to go with corn. Corn. That's your final answer? Final answer. No, not corn. Oh, is it? What? No, it's not. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Here's Rick. Here we go, Rick. Clue number never five. It is the log in ants on a log. Oh, well, why don't you say so? I just did. Ah, point. It's a log in ants on a log. Yeah. It is the log in ants on a log. That's a good the crossword. Hey, let me you. Wait, 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 I'll give you a clue. Uh, there's a uh, there's a, a road in Sanford named for this. Good. No. Mm. Do you live it's in been this area? Sir? For more than three thousand. I do, but I'm only down here five years. All right. How about uh, um, oh, here's a clue. Ready? Mm-hmm. Ready? Uh, yeah, I'll give you another clue. <laughs> oh. Bloody Mary. Tomatoes. No, try again. Celery. Celery. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, baby. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, there's Celery oh, Road in yeah. there. Celery Road, yeah. certainly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Celery Road. Celery. They grow a lot of celery up Celery City craft beer. Well, is celery any good for you, or is it just No, it's roughage? all water. It's all, yeah, it's water. It's a non-caloric actually, it food. Yes. It's actually a negative caloric, I think. What do you mean by the that? The chewing. Yeah. The oh, chew- you burn calories. Yeah. yeah. The, the celery is maybe 
five calories, but it takes you 10 calories to chew it. So nothing wrong with that. So it's minus. Correct. You get minus calories when you eat a celery. Unless you smack peanut butter I like when you put that pimento yeah, cheese spread. Oh, that's good too. Or cream oh, cheese. Yeah, or ham. Oh, yeah. That's sure. some good stuff. Mm. Pimento cheese. Yeah, that pimento is, cheese. I like that. It's a southern thing, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's delicioso. Mm-hmm. I never knew about this till within the last two years. Pimento cheese. Really good. Oh. Is southern pimento cheese spread? I think it yeah, is. Bro. Mm-hmm. What? I think it's North Carolinian or something. That's why Pinkman has really? been talking about it like for the past 10 years. Scott Maxwell and I had this whole conversation about pimento cheese once. And he swears he's an aficionado of pimento cheese. It's because he and I come from the same hall. From North Carolina. Oh, I from the I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know no, he said, I believe. Well, that doesn't, you know, he doesn't know everything. He knows a lot. He's but pretty smart. Well, I'll ask him tomorrow. Yeah, pimento how cheese. How he came up with that pimento cheese, a southern thing. He's an aficionado of pimento cheese. Pretty soon he's going to tell us grits are a southern thing. That's a southern thing. <laughs> What's next? Collard greens? Yeah. Barbecue? Yeah, you can Please. have all that. Nice try, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because North is Collard part of greens. the name of North Carolina doesn't mean they're not backwoods. Yeah, we were below the Mason Dixon. Scott knows bro. some stuff, and he said pimento cheese is a southern delicacy. I believed him. Delicacy. He writes for a newspaper still. What does he know? <laughs> right. Here, y'all want some pimento cheese? Oh. No, I think it's more Charleston, you it's know, a like delicacy. South Carolina, North Carolina. It's like the foo foo country club people, pimento cheese. It's like a I thing. Might be. I don't know. No, I, think I so. never heard that though, but I like pimento cheese. Oh, well, good for you. But well, I think I might have had person. it for the first time up north. <laughs> no, I don't think. Up north, meaning from here to North Carolina, that's up north. My too. mother was was well known for her pimento cheese spread along with her She'd cheese bowl. ball. Well, that's right. What do you think? They don't have it up in the, the northeast, Mom? <laughs> Well, I don't know. North of the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> Not you, since the trade Just like wars. if you ask for sweet tea up north, they look at you like you're a three-headed monster. They don't know from it. Same thing with pimento cheese. I dare say it's a southern thing. You know, do they have it here and there? Maybe. Or do you, you think you go to the A&P or the Grand Union no. in New York and you can't find pimento cheese it'd in be, a jar? It'd be more difficult. Bravo. Oh, yeah. Truly. That's <laughs> correct. That yeah. yeah. A&P, Grand Union. And Grand Union. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right by the food town. Oh, nice. There's a See, like Piggly Wiggly, Southern Chain, right? We agree, Southern Chain? I think pimento mm. cheese is, pimento is che- ubiquitous now. Now it's, yeah. it's a foo-foo thing. What do you mean a foo-foo thing? It's now a foodie thing, like pimento cheese. Whiz. No, it, yeah. well, that's like a what, non-foodie thing. you going to go to a thing? big hoity-toity party in New York City? and Hey, look at this. Not it's, for nothing. It's oh, a we re- got this from our trip down to Savannah. It's yeah, yeah. called pimento, pimento cheese. Pimento cheese. All foo-foo thing now. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely right. It's a specialty in Charleston, you know. <laughs> pimento cheese. It is. They That's live exactly right. Down there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Exactly. Oh, well, Which we can't for some pimento cheese. <laughs> it's true. You All make right, fun. Out of but, here. Yeah. Okay, Back tomorrow fine. at three. Scott Maxwell tomorrow. Shot doctor tomorrow. Five minute professor tomorrow. Everything gets underway at three. Right after Shawnee's the news junkie with Sabrina and C Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next tonight. Eat dessert first, grin like a dog. Wonder aimlessly pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye bye and take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth. 